0: They're hot. We are recording, and for posterity, Rob is the real Slim Shady.
1: That is not true. That is not true. We don't want. We don't want them coming after us like that.
0: Fine, 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 fine.
1: Fuck
2: you. I, am, I am standing too. up though.
1: Hey, hey.
3: All right.
0: Let me know when we're streaming we or, or stream music. We are Bye. streaming. We yeah, have one. Yeah, oh, we have, have a whole have... minute. Awesome.
4: You didn't warn me. I'm still taking my hair down from getting out of the shower. <laughs> Everybody gets to see me tie my bandana on.
0: I'm sorry. We can small talk sh- and, and and then have official show kickoff when we're ready. Absolutely. Guys,
1: my... um. <laughs> My good news today is going to come at the beginning. Since we're doing small talk real quick, uh, my baby is the size of a chipmunk. 16 weeks. Excited
0: about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go and find the uh, chat window and uh, find our friends. Can we turn the the music down a little bit yeah it'll go down in just a minute we're just pre-streaming right now bro oh yeah my bad yep live stream is on. If you are ready, is it a show?
2: It's a show. It's
0: a show. Welcome to the Four We Are Many podcast. It's time for your show. If you are hearing the sound of my voice right now, you have not accomplished room temperature, and you are still exchanging oxygen. That means your ears, mind, and heart are open to the messages we are about to bring you. We also do not have a pill for you, red, black, or blue, but we may have some enlightenment to bring. My name is Dean. And I am the person who is speaking right now. My pronouns are he, him, and we. And I would like to introduce at this time, our founder and lead host, Rob.
3: Well, he kind of took away the introduction, didn't he? Okay. No. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm Rob. I um, We've been doing this for a couple of months now. Just trying to keep it rolling. So... It's International Women's Day. I guess we'll start off by saying that because um, we're going to go straight into women's rights today. Uh, who's next? Hey, what's up? I'm <laughs> Uh
4: happy, happy International Women's Day. May your titties bounce boobily and enjoy. I hope it you rubs your feet tonight.
1: But to be honest, Trisha, I have no idea what you just said. It sounded like Skrillex was dropping the beat on your voice. Um,
4: Can you hear me okay now?
1: Yeah, yeah, much better now. Um,
4: okay.
1: I had something planned for this, and Trisha kind of threw it off. Uh, hold on.
4: <laughs>
1: Good evening, my beautiful mounts of. Stardust floating through the nothingness. Um, I'm glad that my my voice could find your ears tonight. Um, thank you. I promise I'll have good, good things to tell you tonight. That's what I do. It's, you know, Don, good news, Hughes. It's in the name right down here. Yeah, they gave that to me. I've never been called good news in my life, so still confusing, but glad I could be here. We're glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, Dean. (laughs) So I guess it's my turn. Absolutely.
2: All right. Hello, everyone. I am Austin the Radical Pat. I have a goal in life, and that is to help people. Uh, And that is why I will be running for Congress in Pennsylvania's 16th District. woo I think that's about it. So let's get this started.
3: Oh, yeah. So I guess um, I guess I'll do my usual plug for Patreon. Um, I just had that up, obviously. Um, That's live. Uh, Any size donation, honestly, helps. Um, With your support, we can grow this project into a uh, independent media source um, if you want to get involved with that we are also looking for volunteers as well um, but the patreon is www.patreon.com slash for we are many and uh, i guess we'll jump right into women's rights again it is international women's day
5: My name is Britta B. And the name of this poem is Dear Young Woman. Dear young woman, I hope you find you. I hope you find love. I see all the armor you wear. I see all the jewels and gems of wisdom you share. It's okay to shine, ma. It's okay to shine. It's okay to have pride, ma. You don't have to live a lie. Don't let the violence fool you into silence, convincing you that you are not worthy of space and time. You might not know it yet, but you got a multi-dimensional set of eyes looking out for you. Trust that what is meant for you is relying on you to show up. Show up. You can lose your religion, but you will never lose your spirit. Each of your breaths have minds and lives of their own. I doubt we'll ever know the true impact of our presence. What a blessing. Young woman, I wish you enough. I wish you enough time for all of your skills and talents. I wish you more. I wish you more revelations than disrespects and regrets. And I beg you to believe yourself more than your parents ever did carry out your curiosities in spite of the corruptions you experience you let yourself free when you let yourself forgive and so when you do and I know you will I hope you find you I hope you find love again. A word that comes to mind for this piece is empowerment. As a poet, I really want to serve as an encouraging voice through my work, and I want this poem to be a reminder that whatever you're going through as a woman, you have the choice to make for yourself on how gentle and kind you are with yourself. So, I may be putting this out there as a message for people other than me, but it's also a reminder to myself to treat myself kindly and to be good to myself.
4: Hell yeah. Love
3: it. Hell yeah, indeed.
4: Beautiful and inspirational.
1: I don't even know why I unmuted myself. You guys are saying everything I was going
3: to say
4: playing the right near
3: So uh yeah, we already have some comments. Uh it's mostly us. No, I'm kidding. Dean obviously did say welcome to the current event stream and Emily said hi and then Don said hi back. So, I'm only half kidding when I say it's mostly us. <laughs> Johnny oh, says, Johnny's back. Yeah, I was going to say, Johnny says, good to be here. Glad to see you again, man. Um, so, uh, Trisha, do you want to uh, do women's rights? Or is that, is that yep, still
4: can the Sorry. Oh, boy. Uh, somebody wants attention, and he wants attention right now.
0: All <laughs> right.
6: He's
4: trying to bat, bat my face here. All right. Well, International Women's Day. Sorry to inform, but progress on gender equality remains slow. Excuse me, Kitty. Do you mind?
3: That's the understatement um, of the century. <laughs> right.
4: Uh, no country has achieved gender equality. Uh, and I quote, the view of women's rights show that despite some progress, country has achieved gender equality, said UN Women's Executive Director, I, I hope I don't destroy this name here. You can chill. Fuluzili Lambo Nkuka, maintaining that, quote, equality isn't just one quarter of the seats at the tables of power, she said. However, that was the current reality of women's representation across the board. Only half is an equal share and only equal is enough, stressed the UN Women's chief. A gloomy picture we have here. Uh, over the past 20 years, progress on women's access to paid work has ground to a halt as we shoulder the bulk of unpaid care and domestic work between the ages of 25 and 54 are in the labor force. Nearly one in five women have faced violence from an intimate partner in the past year, fueled by new technology, such as through cyber harassment for which policy solutions are largely absent. Some 32 million girls are still not in school. Men still control three quarters of parliamentary seats women are largely excluded from peace processes. The change is possible amid unprecedented opportunity. Despite unprecedented global challenges, the report also proves that positive change is possible by citing feminist movements globally. One, illustrating the success of women's collective actions for accountability on crimes against us, and two, showcasing successful initiatives in scaling up public services to meet women's rights from increasing access to contraception and childcare to reducing reducing domestic violence and increasing women's participation in politics and peace building. Uh, Last year in 2020, uh, it was a milestone year for gender equality. In addition to the 25th anniversary of the Beijing Conference, uh, the year featured a 64th session of the Commission on the Status of Women, Generation Equality Forum in Mexico in May, and Paris in July. A high-level meeting of the 75th General Assembly on gender equality in September. 20th anniversary of Security Council Resolution 1325 on Women, Peace, and Security in October. Uh, the Sustainable Development Goals five year milestone and the 10th anniversary of UN WIMP. These are things that we, we are steadily gaining ground in. But like you said, um, a quarter representation is not enough in, in the U.N. I mean, I doubt if it's even that as far as in our own Congress. Um, when we make up that, roughly, you know, um, we don't just need more representation on the part of women, but uh, they're men. um LGBTQ, the whole nine yards, because... As of yet, we have still not achieved the true equality or representation that we have been fighting for, for over hundred years. But well that I say, let's get out there. Let's start more women, more LGBTQ, the whole nine yards, because we deserve to be represented. Yeah, there's... for like our our vaginas being inflated, Um, things like that, whether we have access to, you know, our own birth control, Um, whether we have access to equal pay in the workplace, equal labor, equal pay. These are the things we still yet to achieve and more. We really need brought to the table
3: and it's only gonna happen with
4: representation.
3: I just want to say hi, Natalie, because she's in the comments.
4: Hi, Natalie. And I
0: would, I would welcome also like there. to yeah, welcome back. Um, I would also like <laughs> to shout out our first Patreon patron. Oh, what? I'm not gonna name names, hey, hey. but thank you for uh, for your faith. We shall not disappoint.
1: That is some really good news, Dean. You taking my job? You heard it <laughs> here, folks. He's coming for my job. Uh, they took <laughs> my job.
4: <laughs> hey, the rest of us get to hear good stuff too. You just are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just got the. I... I got the the nice even voice with the low timber.
4: Mm.
3: Mm. how does the uh how does the music sound to you guys
1: a little loud a little loud yeah turn it down loud. a little bit
3: yeah good lo-fi
1: <laughs> we promise guys here soon we will have this figured out and it'll be seamless yes <laughs> sure. trish will have internet that works
4: <laughs> oh i can't wait <laughs> Hopefully right. a better headset so we don't have such audio difficulties. Like me sounding like Skrillex dropping the bass.
3: Yeah, for sure. So the uh, next section is mutual aid. I don't know how many of you happen to see the workshop that we put together today. Um but we're gonna we're gonna play a little clip of that. Just a second here, whenever I can, you know. Uh, we're gonna drop the link in the comments as well to the mutual aid organizing workshop from today. And uh, before I play the video, I just want to plug the for we are many mutual aid organizing group. And I want to say, get involved in your community. We can all we can make a difference together.
4: Absolutely. Uh, why so it's called all right. mutual aid not self-aid
3: <laughs> right
4: and sometimes we need a friend
3: all right so here's a clip from uh today um but five steps to get started ultimately the first step is find out what you're passionate about um think about what is going to motivate you what first motivated you I mean, was it climate? Was it experience with poverty? I mean, homelessness, food insecurity, water issues, whatever you're interested in, there are ways to help. Uh, Think about what your personal skills are. Think about what affects you personally. Think about what you know a lot about. And remember that, you know, art, whether that be, you know, physical art like drawing or painting, um, video and music are also important and for that matter we still need volunteers ourselves so if you're interested we do uh go to for org. contact us there or yep. um go to our facebook page and message that we're pretty prompt at, respond, uh, at responding when we get messages um the second step is to pinpoint your local prob- problems they look different everywhere we're at um here one of the big things I would say is uh, green spaces. That doesn't get talked about a whole lot. There's no shade. I live in Glendale, Arizona. Um, you know, they can. But other local problems can be poverty, uh, water insecurity, food insecurity, housing insecurity, incarceration, police brutality. Find something that you fit into. Um, you're probably going to have to adapt if you're working with other people. You know, obviously, but work with the community. Uh, If everybody does a little bit, a lot gets done. And on that note, never take on more than you can actually do, because if you're too burned out to do anything, then you're not going to get anything done. So be mindful of that. Um, Start with small little projects, you know, like an hour a week if that's all you can do. And then build up to more if you can. Step three is learn the basics so you can learn the solution. And I'm not saying to spend hours in the library or hours on Google, but do a little bit of research. A lot of people came before we did building off of somebody else is a whole lot easier than building from scratch. So just do a little research. The answers may already be known may already be out there. And when you're going over these things, the questions to ask yourself are kind of like, how do things play out? Uh, was it a success? Was it a failure? Why? What went What went wrong? What went wrong? That's too many W's. <laughs> what went right, and what can be done better? So that's the whole idea: is just build off of the people that came before us. There's been people doing these kind of things for decades. They have a whole lot of good ideas and good organization. Um, step four is talk to your community. You can't step or you can't skip this step. You just can't. Uh, without communication, you're never going to convince people that you have their best interests in mind. Don't be weird. Don't make it political. Don't be like, hi, I'm an anarcho-communist and I'm here to help. Don't do not do that. Be normal-ish. Don't make it political. Don't tell people what to think. Um, Mao made it very clear that we need to meet people where they are. And the Black Panther Party had so much success because they did that. Um, this is all about education and helping one another. Uh, And step five is pretty self-explanatory, but it is work with the community to achieve these goals. Um, For example, I am currently, right now, organizing a park cleanup for the park down the road from my house. And, um, well, pretty much trying to follow these, uh, these tips here and getting it done, but I mean, it seems like there's a pretty good response and I hadn't even hung up flyers until today. Uh, yeah
1: when is that when is that park clean up by the way
3: that is Monday March 22nd so two weeks from today
1: Monday March 22nd for that
3: at 11 a.m. at Thunderbird Paseo Park in Glendale Arizona
1: very nice very nice indeed definitely got to make sure we get some like pictures and stuff I don't like showing off the stuff that we do because it's not about showing off but don't get it out there, people will never know.
3: Right. And I mean, it's not like I'm going to be out there filming everything we're doing. No, fuck that. That's not why we're there, but I am.
1: Right. I really got to say real quick, Rob, you and Trisha did a fucking amazing job. I just kind of sat in the background and <laughs> seriously, you guys did amazing.
3: Thank you.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%. God.
3: So, for sustainability today, I have a Pinterest thing, actually, is what I'm... Uh...
0: Rob, did you make a vision board? Sorry.
7: <laughs>
3: no. <laughs>
0: was I supposed to? If, if, what no, if I was, I was doing that... <laughs> no, I was trying to make Trisha spit her water out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they would have got me exactly this time.
3: Uh... Oh, (laughs) I, I, I can't do it myself. So I am dropping the link to the Pinterest thing in the group chat. If somebody wants to drop that in the comments while I, we're talking about upcycling today. Um, so basically that means to reuse discarded objects in such a way as to create a product of higher quality or value than the original, uh, for example, turning trash into something useful. Um, a big focus of mine lately has been, um, growing things out of trash. I mean, there's so many times that I see like bookshelves being thrown away or, or tables. I mean, obviously it, uh, composting is definitely, uh, definitely one step. Um, I'm going to be starting with store-bought soil, but, um, I'm planning on supplementing that with compost as much as I am able to.
0: Outstanding. Um, FYI, you did we did lose you for about ten seconds.
3: Yeah, I think my computer froze for a minute.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're doing a lot in the back. Really. How- and he's frozen again.
3: <laughs> I am back. Yeah. That's that's Are weird. Are you? This is usually um,
0: not 100% solid, that... right? Yeah, yeah. That's all right, bro. You know to take a minute and you want might want to take a minute and um, uh, clear some unnecessary windows out if you can hear us.
3: Oh, I hear you.
0: Okay. And clear some windows if you have to.
3: We're, we're um, still on mutual aid, correct? Um, well, we just did sustainability. We don't really need to uh, dive too much deeper into mutual aid. I was just showing that clip right there. All right. All right. So I appear to be out of the woods in terms of my computer freezing, maybe. I am not totally sure what caused that, to be completely honest.
2: They're listening to us, and you know it.
1: Did we mention Elon Musk's name this time? Is that it? We, no, we I,
0: broke tradition? No. I, no, And I'm glad that you brought that up because um, we do have a, a special a contributor level it, you know, specifically for Elon. And uh, when you go to our Patreon page, which is simply patreon.com slash for we are many, all one word, you will see it. If you are not Elon Musk, please do not subscribe to that level of contribution.
3: Unless you're Jeff Bezos.
0: I, I I haven't gotten to it yet, but I will create one for him
2: too. I don't know. Elon Musk just lost 27 billion, so I don't know if he can afford much anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no, he lost his third house with his fourth swimming pool in it.
2: Yeah basically pocket change for him yep. <sighs> And if you're Jeff Bezos' wife, congratulations on uh, marrying the science teacher. I heard you did.
1: Yeah, proud of you. Proud of you. Took him for most of it. And then Half donated of most of it. Yeah. Proud of you. Doing good things.
3: Trying to. If Dean keep wants up to go it. into COVID, um, that's the next segment.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: I've been looking at the the comments and we were having some trouble with sound, guys.
0: Okay. All right, so as ever, folks, we kind of pull from a lot of different sources for our data. And I'm not, this is not a data is not a propeller head type of of segment. We don't really get too deeply into numbers. I'll briefly touch on them here in the end of the segment. But for the most part, I wanted to, we have long awaited the CDC to release some guidelines, which they finally published uh, that which kind of mirror the WHO guidelines that we've seen. Mostly the thought was driven out of Israel and through the the, the, uh, companies that developed the vaccine but if you are vaccinated it is okay your Standing, we're recording again.
3: Yeah, I have not had an issue like that um, on this computer, so that's it's
0: okay. It's okay.
3: I mean, it's a cheap computer. I need to upgrade the RAM specifically, but mm.
4: uh, hey, usually it's me cutting out. Like, oh wait, later, taters.
0: The, the main yeah, thing Emily is. That, thought it
3: was the internet, but it's not. It's the computer itself.
0: Uh, well, the main thing is is getting that local recording going. That 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 we I didn't really want to proceed into anything significant because of that. That's kind of the heart of our 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 production here. <laughs> yes, live stream is awesome and it's good and it auto archives on the various platforms. But that recorded audio is what's going to keep us alive in future. So. All right. I will go back into COVID news if you guys are ready. Absolutely.
3: I thought we were uh No. Give, are we good no. on YouTube?
0: I I let me I I'd have to stop sharing and check guys. Let me let me do that. Cuz I don't know to be honest with you. Oh
3: shit. I fucked that up.
2: So how's the weather up
3: there, Don?
1: Uh it awesome. was <clears throat> balmy 55 today. Right? I awesome. I almost went out in shorts. Right? Uh,
2: it was like 53 here. It 53 nice. down there? Yeah. It was nice. We
1: went to I, the park. I I went to the beach yesterday and saw exactly how much water's meant great lakes and it's astonishing i, I do you want to say you went swimming no no I would, no that water will kill you and <laughs> polar bear club man it's too fucking cold <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and and that's an exaggeration will kill you instantly, but still
0: all right guys uh just sorry uh, about
3: the uh technical difficulties there that's
0: okay um uh, maybe just to a little bit down on the audio volume, but it's perfectly okay to- uh,
2: We swear this is the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: where we were was um, the CDC has finally issued some guidance and guidelines. If you have been vaccinated, it is okay for you to visit other vaccinated people indoors without masks or physical distancing, which was a question, key point. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a vaccine and they have a vaccine, it is okay for you to visit indoors with unvaccinated, unvaccinated people from a single household without mask or physical distancing. The unvaccinated people are at low risk of you transmitting the disease to them. You may skip quarantine and testing if exposed to someone who has COVID-19. But are asymptomatic but you should monitor your symptoms for 14 days. Finally, people who are fully vaccinated still need obviously to take precautions in many scenarios. Remember uh, the vaccine is a vaccination, it is not a disinfection. You must wear your mask and keep physical distance around unvaccinated people who are at risk. There is a chance You are carrying the virus, although at the low risk, it is still a viable risk. Wear a mask and physically distance when visiting unvaccinated people who are from multiple households. So obviously, you don't know where people are coming and going, but these are definitive finally. And actually, I left a link. You will be able to find them in the show notes, which are actually live on the website now. Uh, Further recommendations are they recommend that fully vaccinated people continue to Take these COVID-19 precautions when in public, when visiting with unvaccinated people from multiple households or when around unvaccinated people who are at high risk of getting severely ill from COVID-19. So people who are elderly or have multiple comorbidities, obviously wear a mask, well fitted. That's important, right? We talked about double masking in the past. Again, really it boils down to masking. Common sense and responsibly, meaning don't just slap a uh, you you know your little brother's sock on your mouth and think you're masked. Do do your best to do it properly, not for your health and others too. Stay six feet away from people you do not live with. So that means people you do not know where they have been, which I'm fairly confident everyone within range of my voice who's hearing my voice now and future is doing that. Avoid meeting them in large-sized person in-person gatherings, right? Obviously, the more people there, the more chances are that there's virus in the air. Get tested if you have symptoms. Follow the guidance that have maybe have hopefully been issued by your employer, and hopefully they are supporting you. And then, of course, the CDP CDC and local health department regulations and requirements regarding travel. Now. Where are we? Which is kind of where a lot of folks are kind of waiting to hear. But It's not good. It's not terrible, right? But it's not good either. We're on the brink of breaking 3 million total cases. We have lost 500, nearly 540,000 souls to date. And we have administered approximately 95 million vaccination doses, meaning first and second vaccinations, including Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, and maybe even some that are in testing that I'm not aware of. Uh, I do wanna bring your attention to India. Uh, I've been saying this for for a while. Um, The Indian first wave was terrifying and it dwarfed ours and it came after ours. Their, their second wave, I think we could see a million person a day run rate in that country. There is an upswing. Um, cases have doubled in the last two weeks. Now they're hitting about an 18,000 a day case, uh, daily run rate in cases. Um, like I said, we hit. Our, our peak second wave was 300 grand. I think theirs has the potential to be a million. And, and worse uh, of all of the Brit nations plus United States and Europe, they are dead last in vaccine distribution right now. Not dead last in the world. That, that honor, uh, dubious honor goes to many other countries besides any of them, they're doing their best. They have a lot of people, so. That is your COVID update.
1: Sobering every time.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I
1: I don't envy your section of this, Dean.
0: Well, like I said, I track this. I've been working on this for a long time. Uh, I contribute to tracking projects. I have my own site. I don't share it here because. You know, I just don't think it's appropriate. Um, if it were a format We Are Many project, I would, and you know, maybe I will roll it into a for We Are Many, and I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, you know, actually, I can. I can launch right into the next segment, which would be fine. If I can bring Zoom back up on, I will do that. Which brings us to our major, major political happenings, which is international political. Oh, yeah, look at there. Rob and I found the exact same stories. Americans have reached COVID-19 <laughs> Yeah, Americans have received the COVID-19 vaccine can gather with vaccinated grandparents or friends without wearing masks or keeping their distance according to the new guidelines. Those grandparents can visit with and hug family members who are not vaccinated as long as they don't have underlying medical conditions that put them at high risk for COVID-19. But getting the vaccine dose does not mean you should travel or gather in large groups, according to the CCC, which says that vaccinated individuals should stick to the guidance. The CDC says individuals who are fully vaccinated, meaning two weeks after they have received the vaccine, the second dose, I noticed that they didn't really specifically address the J&J one-shot, you know, and I have two members of my household that are finally about to receive that, I think, on Thursday. Anyway, meaning two weeks after they have received the second dose of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines or the single dose of Johnson Johnson can safely gather around friends or family who are also vaccinated indoors without masks or social distancing. They can visit with friends and family from a single household who aren't vaccinated but have a low risk of infection. And uh, I think you guys might be seeing a little black box here. So let me move this. Hopefully you're not. The new guidance also says that vaccinated individuals don't need to quarantine or get tested if they come in contact with someone who's COVID positive as we discussed before. So. The U.S. and South Korea have researched an agreement, in principle, on a new arrangement for sharing the cost of the American troop presence, which is intended as a bulwark against the threat from North Korea aggression, both countries announced. I'm going to pause. I mean, I will, I'll come back to this in a moment. I, did, I, I mean, I spent part of my military time was in Korea, although that was many, many, many years ago. Um, and I'm no longer sharing sorry
3: I did that Dean
0: oh okay
3: I had a plan go ahead say what you were saying
0: (laughs) Uh, no I'm on uh, second page of political happenings by the way Uh, I I just I, I never saw North Korea as a huge international threat before I still don't I, I, no. I don't. Comp- I think this was a Trump invention, and I'm shocked that the United States and other countries are carrying this ball. I mean, I, I'm not saying they're good people. I'm not saying that the leadership is good. I'm not saying what's going on in North Korea is good. I don't know. I really don't know, and I don't think they do either. It seems opportunistic to me. It seems like a political masquerading, a political kabuki theater to me. So i'm not cool with with more more of this go ahead rob
3: um so Emily's in the comment she said i talked to my nurse today and she said they generally discourage the johnson and john johnson and johnson vaccine for people who are immunocompromised because they use a inactivated cold virus the cold virus if it happened to cause an illness obviously isn't expected to kill but just a thought for those who are also immunocompromised which I hadn't even considered that um, I that have, vaccine wasn't created in I the have,
0: same way. I have, and I, and and here's my thinking on that. As far as it relates to the very very elderly, uh, my my order of operations is first and foremost, Emily. Please, we it way way in. I know you're listening. First and foremost, get the first available vaccine, regardless of the brand or type. Second. In the case of someone who is uh, profoundly unhealthy, perhaps, yes, that could be a concern. I have, and I've spent many days researching this, I have yet to find a single death, and this may be a very controversial thing for the people in this call or hearing me to hear, but I have found no relation to any vaccination and a death. i found two cases of individuals who expired near or around their vaccination, but they cannot link the death to the vaccination. I've seen many, many instances of anaphylactic response, not even shock, mind you, but a significant anaphylactic or allergic response to the vaccine. That is why some healthcare uh, providers have you wait a a, a small amount of time to see if that, that reaction manifests so they can treat you. Um, it doesn't seem to be an issue as much with the J&J as it does with the Pfizer and Moderna. Although, you know, they, they do have a greater protection. They have a greater efficacy. Uh, 96, 94, 95 are generally average versus 79, 78 to 85. Uh, really, I'm not going to argue with anybody over 10 or 15 points. I don't I, any form of protection to me is of primary concern. I mean, we're not shopping for cars guys.
3: Right. So um, Emily said, I personally am on Remicade, which is a medication that suppresses the immune system. So -hmm. the common cold could potentially be more severe. And that's the main reason that they said to get the others if possible, but she definitely agrees to get what you can when you can.
0: Yeah, correct. And I, and I, I realize that there are people who have treatment plans there and, th- and those plans and those strategies would, would definitely benefit from, bottom line is you should be talking with your healthcare provider and you should be making the best decision that's available to you that's based on science, not based on a fucking post from I fucking love science. Sorry, Emily's mom who's listening.
4: <laughs> I have a question. Go ahead. Um, and I pose both of you with this, Emily and Dean. Um, I'm curious if you know anything about this, because uh, I did not get a chance to do any research and see if there was any actual medical findings, but uh, someone told me the other day that there has been a higher risk of blood clotting in some people who have taken the Moderna vaccine, and I don't know what that is um, related to, if it could be part of that anaphylactic reaction, because never know if you're reacting to something in that manner, um, if that could cause coagulation. But uh, I'm wondering if you know anything about that, if you've seen any of the science reflecting that. And if so, you know. I've seen chatter talk.
0: about that because, yeah, uh, I, have seen, I have seen conversation about that. I've seen, I haven't read anything in Lancet or any, anything medical about the correlation between the specific Moderna, I've heard the uh, I've heard the remarks though, and people who are, are says vulnerable to coagulation disorders or on anticoagulants, but I have I I've picked up on that too. Uh, near as I can tell, um, this is experiential. Not that that's not valuable. I think it is valuable, but I'm. Mm-hmm you know here we are guys this is it right we witnessed the fastest deployment of a vaccine in human history before that before that it was four years was the was and that was considered groundbreaking what they did and 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 I'm not I'm not sure I mean check me uh in the comments and in future in 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 but I believe it was mumps (laughs) believe it or not was uh the vaccine for months took four years to develop and deploy from end to end so what they what we've done here is unprecedented it is
3: indeed all right so we don't
0: know everything you know there's going to be questions there's going to be things there's definitely going to be what the fuck moments whereby we look back and go holy shit why did we do that we don't i don't know everybody was we had our foot to the floor you know Well,
4: um, I'll just put this one out there then, that um, the person I was speaking with did not find anything there correlating uh, with the Pfizer form. Yeah, no, I picked that up. So if you do have a condition that, you know, is causing you to have clotting problems, try to get the Pfizer vaccine instead, because that one hasn't been showing that type of reaction.
3: all right back into uh where where were we in this we were at the uh, uh I, the u.s I'll tell and you, south korea right? i can
0: tell you yeah we were just launching into u.s and south korea and i hadn't hit the second bullet yet when it when it occurred to me like why are we why are why are they forcing this on us why are we being made it's like did not dennis rodman have this korean problem under control <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> he's so convincing when
1: he says, Oh, you got me.
0: I mean, I say, I say we just give it back to Dennis. He was doing fine and we can get back to the business of, of making the man money. <laughs> so, Natalie
3: said with uh, rheumatoid arthritis and could not get over the fear that some suppressants used for RA are worse than the disease. Yeah, for real,
0: they are. I That's
3: yeah true. I've heard that I don't have any yeah. firsthand experience with that though, and then Johnny said not to be a pessimist too much, but a healthcare system designed to make money is not a trustworthy one for me, and I totally agree. I totally agree, and uh, I'd like to just give a shout out to Cuba. They have like thirty seven fucking hundred doctors in thirty nine countries distributing the vaccine for free. So well, not at fucking-
0: least bit surprised, and I had predicted that it would be Cuba that led the world.
3: Yeah, and I mean, frankly, I think they are. But, uh, well, yeah, I'll so I just wanted to them. give Cuba that, that shout-out.
4: Right, let's reiterate, there were, we are Castro. <laughs>
0: solidarity. <laughs>
4: because straight up, um, yes, that solidarity, they are showing it with their actions and stepping up and helping the rest of the world.
3: And I love it. It's beautiful. So, uh, the State Department's Bureau of Political Military Affairs said Sunday that the deal we're talking about the uh, the cost-sharing deal for troops the U.S. and South Korea reached an agreement. Correct. Um, the the deal includes a negotiated increase in sole share of the cost, but provided no details. Surprise. The Bureau wrote on Twitter that the agreement, if finalized, would reaffirm the U.S.-South Korean Treaty Alliance as the linchpin of peace, security, and prosperity for Northeast Asia. The U.S. keeps about 28,000 troops in South Korea to help deter potential aggression from North Korea, a legacy of the Korean War.
0: <coughs> Timeout. Yeah, Time yeah, I'm going to... Just can pause I, can and can reflect I on that quick. for a moment. Yeah, please do.
1: Can I say something real quick?
0: I have served
1: with a lot of guys that have served in Korea. I, I didn't personally get to serve in Korea. I've been there. You've been there? hmm The Rock Army is more than capable of steamrolling North Korea. More than capable. We don't need to be there for that. We really don't. And And the guys that we deploy as the quick reaction force... Are coming from across the fucking planet to support. What is it like? Four battalion or four four brigade from the second infantry division? Not even maybe just That's one funny. brigade.
0: No, I don't know how I don't know how many is there. I was an engineer. Off 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 site off off the second ID, but
1: it just 30, blows my mind every mother- time. Fuckers,
0: jeez, every time. mom, sorry, thirty thousand individuals
1: every time they say that oh we need to be over there for the lint because we're helping we're not helping we're getting put on lockdown because some asshole got drunk off post when he wasn't supposed to we're the rock army is way better trained for that
0: well don't forget too they're usually uh because because service is compulsory um most of the people in the Rock Army, a lot of the people in the Rock Army are college educated. So now these are not, these are not societies uh, desperate like it is in our case sometimes. They, 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 it's compulsory service. I mean, we don't send, let's be honest, guys. I'm sorry, Don. I'm going to lump you into this category with myself included. We don't send our best and brightest to stand in front of the fucking guns.
1: No. No, we don't.
4: We send those who are willing to risk their lives in exchange for things like, you know...
3: A possible uh, road out of poverty.
4: And, yeah. The, the, you know, GI Bill, things like that. People Um, of color overcome
0: racism to do it women overcome, overcome gross sexual misconduct and mistreatment to do it.
3: Right. So in 2019,
4: 2019.
3: Um, the allies struck a deal that had South Korea paying $924 million, uh, which was a massive increase from the year before. And I'm just wondering like how the new deal breaks down.
0: (laughs) It's less money guaranteed it is not this is a post trump these are post trump era right sizings whereby i made a deal folks they're paying their fair share is definitely going to be revisited here and in the places all over the globe
3: indeed so um i actually got a uh a video for this next bit but i want to talk about it a little bit first Um, The Boulder police are using video of a massive party to identify people who attended, uh, saying, quote, there will be arrests. Um, What was that, Trisha? I got to
4: interrupt you. That's not a fucking party. It's a riot. They're calling it a party because it was a bunch of suburbanite white boys,
3: let's be honest. I Um, I don't know anything
0: about this. What the hell is going on?
3: Oh, you'll have some video to see in a minute, Dean. Don't worry. Yeah, things got weird in Colorado Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, Police said people at the party threw rocks and bottles at officers and first responders, flipped a car, and caused thousands of dollars of damage to a SWAT vehicle. Police said 500 to 800 people gathered near 10th Street and Pennsylvania Avenue, many not wearing masks. Boulder County is under uh, level yellow restrictions and personal gatherings of more than 10 people are not allowed. Police tried several tactics, listen, listen to this, several tactics beginning in the afternoon to break up the party and disperse the crowd. But when things began to escalate, officers did not go into the crowd to make arrests, according to the chief um, Maris Harold, three officers suffered minor injuries after people in the crowd threw bottles, rocks and other objects. Quote, it would not be considered a best practice to to send officers into this crowd. It's much better to videotape this type of behavior and make the arrests after. But believe me...
0: Wait, 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 wait. So was this a chud party, or was this a sports ball bullshit, or what the fuck It was
3: a chud party, man. It was a fucking frat party from the sounds of it. Okay, I gotta say this.
1: I have to say this, and I said it this morning to the group when I sent you guys the links. Why is it every time poor people or any inner city people. when these fucking cops kill somebody. We gather up, we protest and they instantly move in with fucking tear gas. But when these fucking frat boys at the university of Colorado at Boulder decide, Oh, we don't want to follow the lockdown. So they get 800 fucking people and still do the same shit that, you know, the riots in Minneapolis, you know, throwing rocks, flipping cars. Same shit, but it's a it's a party, and these are drunken revel revelers that are acting out of hand. It it, it blows my fucking mind, and I like I said earlier today, I think it goes back to Kent State. Because they don't want to move the fucking National Guard into a college again.
7: Word Thank
8: you, Thank you for joining us. a massive party Hill in Boulder turned destructive Saturday night. CBS4 they, obtained they some they video some of the police presence That's from a CU here. Boulder senior. Now, the city of Boulder, Boulder police, and CU are warning everyone involved. The message, anyone who injured police or damaged property will face aggressive prosecution. And CU students involved face serious <laughs> sanctions up to being removed from the university for good videos flooded social media showing the wild crowd of several hundred along 10th and Pennsylvania. After dark, some in that crowd overturned a car, shot fireworks, and pelted a fire truck with cups and bottles. Boulder police are reviewing body camera footage, hoping to identify those who damaged property or assaulted officers. Now, three officers were injured and are now recovering. One was hit in the face with a blunt object. Luckily, that officer was wearing a gas mask. There are there was, I should say, thousands of dollars worth of damage to a SWAT vehicle and a fire truck. And these pictures are from the city of Boulder, just into our newsroom. Our Michael Abeda went to Boulder last night, and, Michael, you were there for the aftermath.
7: Yeah, Kathy, I got here right after police broke up that party, if that's what you want to call it. And it was still a huge mess up here. Quite frankly, it's surprising that it's been cleaned up so well. many of the students that were here last night, they were unrepentant, but even more of them were surprised and a little ashamed. Saturday night on the hill in Boulder got out of hand. That shit was buzzing. Buzzing. Hundreds of unmasked students partying no. in the street near 10th and Pennsylvania, Man. tossing garbage, breaking university COVID protocol, and damaging cars parked in the street. No That's one's it. trying to do anything harmful. That it's that the cops that were trying mean. to harm us. We These students, done. who swear they weren't at the party, say they saw everything.
6: It's, it's sad, done. but you know when
7: kids are locked, up for, months, all kids are locked so. up for months. When
0: kids are locked up for months, they act Is like it's
9: <laughs> But it did matter to these friends. We kind of saw everything on like Snapchat and Instagram. So we thought we'd just come out here and pick up because we kind of felt bad. They
7: say they're disappointed in their peers.
9: You're acting like you're
7: throwing a fit. you acting like a child. And hope they're leading by example by picking up the mess the partiers left behind. I feel like I'm doing something good and hopefully this will rub off on someone else. It also mattered to the universe.
3: So
0: Bullshit. Uh, bullshit. You know, yeah. Those poor right kids shit. have to Absolutely. go pick up that mess, so, and all these—these these, oh man—and the, these motherfuckers came out and threw shit, acted like assholes. It looks just like plain old European-style post-soccer hooliganism to me. It doesn't look like there was any goals. Yeah. I mean, so I'm only giving you them my them, hot take here because them. I have. Sorry, Trish.
4: Okay, that that was
0: all. Oh, now I'm only giving there, you my hot take because I got no context. I didn't know anything about the story, so my usually my first response is wrong. So correct me, please. There so, uh, there's
1: no correcting, dude. It, no, it's no, it's simple right? soccer hooliganism. Yeah, it's it's obscene,
3: really.
4: The problem um, though is the difference in police response. of If this was a real fucking protest for something that mattered, the cops would be rushing in violently with militarized fucking response. They sure as fuck would not tolerate being pelted with rocks and bottles by anybody out there protesting yellow- in the Yellow Vest movement or protesting with BLM. They'd be charging in, shooting, at minimum, rubber bullets, if not worse. gassing us the whole fucking nine yards. So why the fuck is it acceptable to allow these cops to be like, oh, wait, it's white boys throwing rocks at us this time. It's just college kids. Fuck it. We'll catch them later. Really? This highlights a double standard in the way police respond to who it is in the street. Plain and And fucking simple.
1: And just to clarify, them using uh, video evidence to catch the people that started the whole thing or arrest people because of this, that would be a good thing if that's what they did all the time.
4: Right. But it's not. They only show that favor when it's the bunch of fucking frat boys. They've got... All the regard in the world for the lives of frat boys, but if it was anybody out protesting for a legitimate reason to be in the fucking streets, then they sure as fuck wouldn't take that, you know, tactic. They, they would bust in violently. What the future
0: power. Done.
4: We've yeah, got future, so much video expect? evidence over the last few years of them doing just precisely that.
3: Indeed. Um, We can't
0: can't put these boys in jail over rape. I mean, they've got futures. Uh, Fuck
3: the legal system in this country. So, to leave this country, I guess, we're going into international happenings now. And uh, the first things about India, thousands of Indian women have joined the farmers' protests against the, uh, the new laws that they've been protesting for fucking ever at this point. Um, Thousands of women have joined protests by farmers on the outskirts of New Delhi to mark International Women's Day, demanding the scrapping of new agricultural laws that open up the country's vast farm sector to private buyers. Um, The demonstrations on Monday were held at multiple sites in the capital's fringes where tens of thousands of farmers have camped for more than three months to protest against the laws, which Prime Minister... Uh, Modi's government says are necessary to modernize agriculture. More than 20,000 women gathered at the site near Delhi's border wearing bright colored, bright yellow scarves representing the color of mustard fields. The women took center stage at one key site chanting slogans, holding small marches, and making speeches against the laws. Uh, I actually have a picture here. So I'm going to go ahead and... I mean, there, there was several, but that one, that one, uh, I don't know. I like it. Um, Anyway. So they've been, uh, they took center stage at one key site, chanting slogans, holding small marches and making speeches against the laws. This is an important day as It represents women's strength. 37 year old Vina. That's, that's the whole name. I thought it was going to, going to be a first name. Anyway, I believe if women are united, then we can achieve our target much quicker. This is a day that will be managed and controlled by women. The speakers will be women. There will be a lot of feminist perspectives brought in and discussions on what these laws mean for women farmers. Uh, that was farm actor activist Kavitha Kuruganti. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. It is one more occasion to showcase and highlight the contribution of women farmers, both in agriculture in India as well as to this movement. Um. Yeah. So about a about a hundred women sat cross legged in front of a makeshift stage, in one of the protest sites on Delhi's border. Uh, Many traveled with the thousands of male farmers who arrived at the protest sites in late November and have since organized and led protest marches, run medical camps and massive soup kitchens that feed thousands and raise demands for gender equality. Holding the flags, uh, flags of farm unions, they listened to female farm leaders speak and chanted slogans against the laws. At least 17 took part in a day long hunger, hunger strike. Women are sitting here. Uh, Quote, women are sitting here out in the open in protest, but Modi doesn't care. He doesn't care about mothers, sisters, and daughters. He doesn't care about women. That much is clear, said Mandeep Kaur, a female farmer who traveled 1,100 kilometers to participate in the protest. That's about 680 miles. Um, Quote, today we are finding ourselves under attack at all fronts. As women, as peasants, as workers, as youth, and as students, said women's right activist Sucharita, who uses one name, we are opposed to the laws that have been passed in favor of corporations. Sala fucking Darity. Uh, quote, markets that are distant as well as, as well as exploitative make single women farmers more vulnerable, and in any case, a patriarchal, a patriarchal society has discriminated and made them vul- vulnerable. Multiple rounds of talks between the government and farmers have failed to end the deadlock. The farmers have rejected an offer from the government to put the laws on hold for 18 months, saying they will not settle for anything less than a complete repeal. Solid fucking Darity. Anybody have uh, anything to say on that?
1: Not really. I mean, you, you kind of said it all, man. Look at that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, it is. Um. So then on to Myanmar. Protesters are still um, obviously defying the curfew. Media outlets have been ordered shut. It's an ugly situation, honestly. Uh, Protesters in Myanmar's biggest city came out in mass numbers in defiance of the 8 p.m. curfew, uh, showing support for about 200 uh, students trapped by security forces in a small corner of the neighborhood. Police were believed to be conducting door-to-door searches for those who fled attacks to seek shelter. Wow. Wow. Diplomatic missions of the United States, Britain, Canada, and the European Union all issued statements urging the security forces to allow the trapped people to return safely to their homes. The U.S. Embassy stated, There is heightened tension caused by security forces surrounding Keung-ta Road in Yangon. I, I can't pronounce the township. <laughs> um, we call on those security forces to withdraw and allow people to go home Safely. safely. Kind of bold of America to be honest, but I mean they're they're issuing a statement. They they should. I don't know what they should do. Actually, we should keep our troops at home. I'll I'll, I'll leave that alone.
1: Yeah, never never fight a land war in Asia.
3: Yeah, um, the nighttime hours have become increasingly dangerous in Myanmar. Police and army units. Routinely ranged through neighborhoods shooting randomly to intimidate residents and disrupt their sleep, making targeted arrests. Uh, And two protesters were shot in the head during anti-coup protests. The military government placed major roadblocks on local media outlets, canceled the licenses of five major sources that provide extensive coverage and live footage of protests. Um, They are, they are, listed, but, uh, I guess I can just share this yeah. slide. Um, so the, the five organizations are listed right here. Um, the, uh, the offices of Myanmar now were rated by authorities on Monday. Um, they're ahead of us, right? So that would be probably like yesterday to us, right No. I don't know. Anyway, the government has detained dozens of journalists since the coup happened. Um, At least two journalists are facing up to three years in prison and to date, the government's violent crackdown has left more than 50 protesters dead. It's fucking unacceptable. Fucking unacceptable.
1: It gets hard for me. Go
4: ahead.
1: It gets hard for me not to go off when we talk about Myanmar, when, when I see those, um, <clears throat> those armored vehicles in the pictures, I, I really want to talk about, you know, the types of things the population of Myanmar could do to neutralize those vehicles, but I don't want to get us put
3: on a list. Huh. So I just got back into the comments for a little bit, and I see Osama's comment. Let something happen after this Floyd trial. First of all, yeah, Osama, I agree. I agree with your statement, but I'm calling it the Chauvin trial. He's on trial. George Floyd didn't get a fucking trial. Correct. Right. Um, if this cop goes free and watch how they react, we know that cop's going to go or go free. They set up barricades a fucking month before the trial started. Well, um, that being said, I I do wanna um, probably after this next segment I'll I'll hop on and see if uh, Unicorn Riot has a stream. Um, there's been protests all damn day in Minneapolis. Um, but first, we have a brand new segment. We've been talking about adding it for a while. The WAP. Right. we're not talking about wings and pizza because apparently kids bop did a version of wet ass pussy and called it wings and pizza I just oh don't
1: don't fucking say that don't fuck what ah. dude you can't make this shit up you can't make this shit up <laughs>
3: jesus christ but they but we know that W W A P stands for well-armed proletariat yeah damn right welcome say it again please. Well armed proletariat.
2: Mm. So, the thing we we shared earlier was uh, liberals ban guns, but socialists uh, hand them out. So,
0: and why do we do that, Rob?
3: Because we got to arm the poor. (laughs) <laughs> so in an attempt to arm the poor, uh, we're going to be doing this working class firearm of the week. We're going to try our best to always keep it under a thousand dollars. Um, but this is actually probably one of the best bang for your buck rifles you're going to find. Um, it's the Ruger, <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's
3: the Ruger 1022 carbine. It's a semi-automatic. It holds 10 rounds plus one in the chamber. Um, it's less than three hundred dollars, brand new. Uh, you can usually get it for one hundred and fifty or two hundred bucks used. Ammo is dirt cheap. I mean, the last I knew, twenty-two long rifle ammo, you could buy literally a bucket of it for you know, fucking a hundred dollars.
0: Uh, how much is the how much? What is it? It's a twenty-two, you said. Yeah. So it's not rimfire; it's centerfire. So it has it's, a long, no, it's, it's long range. So okay.
3: Yeah, it's, it's room fire. Um, but it's a great starter rifle. It's, it's reliable. It's cheap. Um, it's affordable to shoot, especially if you are not extremely familiar with guns and you want something that you can put a lot of rounds through without spending a fortune. This is a great starting point. Um, I do have a link to drop in... The um, wow, <laughs> the comments. There we go. Sorry, had a brain fart there. Um,
0: I just have to go on record uh, as saying I would re- I would love to disarm everyone, starting with the police, but do carry on.
3: I understand, Dean. I mean, if the police were disarmed, we would have much less reason to, you know, need them. But I think if you were going to do that,
2: you, I would go as far as disarming the entire military across
0: I agree. the world. So, yeah, I agree. I have unrealistic um, ideology, I understand. Um, but I have a lifelong philosophy and I am compelled to. To to stay true to it.
2: Well, I think I don't think that gun should ever been really created. I think if anything, that we should have st- stuck with uh, swords and bows and bow and arrows and stuff.
1: Yeah, you never. It, it is a sword... technology
0: that's among us, and we have to contend with it. It is childish for me or anyone to think that we should take measures to to eradicate technology of any kind.
1: Very true. All I'm going to say is you never see a sword fly 300 meters into a
0: schoolyard and kill somebody. That's correct. And if you see somebody who's running from 300 yards away at a school with a sword, you've got some time to take action. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to kind of jump around this video a bit. They didn't trim it down to any shorter uh, videos. It's just this, the live uh, streams from earlier, but this is, this is unicorn. Okay, good. Yep, yep. Look at the size of that crowd. Unlike the Capitol insurrection, they're all wearing masks. Yeah.
5: All right.
3: So they had speakers the whole With day. Minnesota being ground zero
6: of the match that has sparked this outpouring of consciousness for our shared community. We are still here waiting to cash that check that has fallen on a bankrupt system of expedient politicians, administrators, and tolerant allies of the same and opposition to progress for a more perfect union. For far too long, we have been victims of this plague and we are here to say no more. No more to policies that divide us based on our diversity, no more to policies that break up families of color, no more to hashtags, no more to policies that put all the eggs in the basket of white imperialism while paying lip service to communities of color and our never-ending fight for justice. No more to the boots on our necks of our children, our brothers, our sisters, our uncles, our fathers, our nieces, our nephews, our friends, and our future. The bills we are advancing are ending qualified immunity, police professional liability insurance, the civilian oversight strengthened, ending police-only responses to mental health calls, Ending the statute of limitations on wrongful death. Creating an independent investigatory and prosecutory body. Ending prosecution for reporting police misconduct. Access to body cam footage within 48 hours. This is also known as Kobe's law. Ending no-knock warrants. We also also support the Hardell Sherrill Act of 2021 and the Flando Castile omnibus bill. Like the slaveholders of the South and the founding of this young country, the opposition to progress fights for unrighteousness. They argue for division. They promote through their actions or lack thereof the distorted reality that places one class of people over the other and fails to see the humanity and all that is sacred under God. They turn...
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you saw, you saw the crowd. There's at least a couple thousand people there and they had, they had speakers all day. Um, they had, they held a press conference. I haven't had a chance to like watch that and review it. Obviously we're not going to play the hour long video on here. Um, I'm seeing a lot going on in the comments. I'm sorry. I haven't gotten to it much. Damn. (laughs) But hello, Osama and Natalie. Um, anyway yeah so they uh, unicorn riot being they had a stream going most of the day um, you know the the rally and the trial well jury selection and courtroom motions but whatever um, point is is their coverage has been phenomenal their coverage was phenomenal uh, over the summer I mean shit <laughs> Anyway, anybody else have anything to say about the uh, Chauvin trial?
1: Dude, we said this wasn't going away when the hashtag went away.
3: Yeah,
2: I hope that they find him guilty, and I hope he gets thrown in uh, prison for a very long time.
3: So, indeed. So, I want to uh, I want to share an excerpt from a literary work, if you will. Mm. It's an excerpt from um, the address to the Central Committee, the address of the Central Committee, sorry, to the Communist League given by Karl Marx and Frederick Engels in London in 1850. Quote, to be able to forcefully and threateningly to oppose this party whose betrayal of the workers will begin the very first hour of victory, the workers must be armed and organized. The whole proletariat must be armed at once with muskets, rifles, cannon, and ammunition. And the revival revival sorry of the old-style citizens' militia directed against the workers must be opposed. Where the formation of this militia cannot be prevented, the workers must try to organize themselves independently as a proletarian guard. With elected leaders and with their own elected general staff, they must try to place themselves not under the orders of the state authority, but of the revolutionary local councils set up by the workers where the workers are employed by the state. They must arm and organize themselves into special corps with elected leaders or as a part of the proletarian guard. And, uh, I put this part in bold because there's a funny story about it. A couple of years ago, people were trying to say this was a Ronald Reagan quote. Ronald Reagan never said this. This is, this is Karl Marx. Under no pretext, should arms and ammunition be surrendered, any attempt to disarm the the workers must be frustrated by force if necessary. And that, uh, I actually don't know why I stopped screen sharing, because that was the end of that segment. Um, Heart of a strike! Indeed. Yeah! Um, so Osama said the shovin trial is going to end bad. And I, I agree. I don't think they want the heat that's coming if they make the wrong decision, though. I don't think they, they might not be aware of the heat that's coming if they make the wrong decision, but.
1: There's, there's no way they couldn't be.
3: Uh, yeah, there is arrogance straight up.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
3: Generally, I would agree with you on that though. I'm not, uh, yeah. Anyway, so Google, Google, (laughs) wow. Words, Google workers formed a new labor union, um, which is a tech industry rarity, a group of Google engineers and other workers announced Monday. They have formed a union creating a, a rare foothold for the labor movement in the tech industry. About 225 employees at Google and its parent company, Alphabet, are the first dues-paying members of the Alphabet Workers Union. They represent a fraction of Alphabet's workforce, uh, far short of the uh, the threshold needed to get formal recognition as a collective bargaining group in the U.S., but the new union, which will be affiliated with the larger uh, Communication Workers of America, says it will serve as a quote, structure that ensures Google workers can actively push for real changes at the company. Its members say they want more of a voice, not just on wages benefits, benefits and protections against discrimination and harassment, but also broader ethical questions about how Google pursues its business ventures. The unionization campaign is the latest signal from employees who don't believe the company is living up to its professed ideals as expressed in its original, quote, don't be evil slogan. Google said Monday that it's tried to create a supportive and rewarding workplace, but suggested it won't be negotiating directly with the union. Of course, our employees have protected labor rights that we support, said a statement from Kara Silverstein, the company's director of people operations. Quote, but as we've always done, we'll continue engaging directly with all our employees. Um, Also in this section, actually, does anybody have anything to say about that?
1: I do have something to say. Welcome, Lord Sterling. I've missed you. How are you, my friend?
3: What up, man? How do? Sorry, wasn't. Go ahead and introduce yourself,
9: bro. Uh, My name is Lord Sterling. It's not official, the title (laughs) yet, but it will be. Am I uh, wrong with someone bumping some lo-fi earlier? Because that was rad. Yeah. You yeah. Guys, you guys handling that?
3: Yeah. Or should I? Okay. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's so far when I'm doing it, it's only when I'm screen sharing. But... Oh, okay. okay. Speaking of which, I'm about to be screen sharing. So, yeah, lo-fi.
2: If I was royalty, I would make you uh, Lord Sterling. So.
9: You know, that
3: means more from you than it does the fucking queen. I'll tell you that. (laughs) So I just want to say, as you can see by the image on your screen right now, that we stand with the Amazon workers (coughs) and we are supporting the boycott. Uh, It began yesterday. It ends a week from yesterday. Let's hit Bezos where it hurts. His wallet. If he's not going to take care of his employees... (laughs) Let's cut into his profit margins. Anybody uh, want
2: to solidarity? <laughs> I mean, we need to uh, not buy from them, not try to get on any of their platforms. Uh, uh, can I just say fuck Bezos and uh, solidarity with the workers?
3: Oh, yeah. Amen. How do you feel about the uh, Amazon workers unionizing uh, Sterling? I
9: think that people should be competing to work at Amazon. I think as successful as the company is, we should be like crawling over each other just for a job there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in reality, though, it, it should be that way. They should pay you well enough to reflect the success that the company's having absolutely there shouldn't be just this base i mean yeah base wage and so forth minimum wage but i mean if you're the most successful company on the fucking planet that should be reflected in your company's wage and their benefits i mean not a single one of them should be on food stamps but that doesn't compute like everybody's like oh yeah well yeah we agree that's bad i'm like well that's bad enough to break it (laughs)
1: listen listen jeff bezos read the hobbit when he was young and he really identified with Smog. He really wanted to be a dragon on top of his pile of money.
10: And he who are we is. to
1: who are we to rob him of his eighteenth mansion or his forty eighth trip to Venice to, I don't know,
3: eat lunch and fly
1: back? Yeah. Yeah. Right.
3: I, I, he only makes
4: one hundred and fifty two thousand two. Per minute. When and where can we do more for Jeff Bezos? That's just <laughs> not enough for him. Uh, we need to mutual aid the fuck out of Jeff Bezos. The man might not be able to afford toilet paper.
3: Man, <laughs> when the time comes, to free. when the time comes to seize the means of production. Okay, Amazon has to be the first fucking thing
1: absolutely how are we going to distribute anything
7: Exactly. they have a fucking
1: fucking monopoly on distribution
7: yeah pretty
2: much that one woman that was doing the testing for people she she died because they didn't have the proper PPE I mean what the richest company in the United States and can't even afford proper PPE for their people it's just ridiculous
4: they just don't care man they just don't care
2: uh, I mean, yeah, they can afford it, but he's so, just a cheap asshole, the company is, that it it didn't matter to him that people were dying.
4: No, they're replaceable. Somebody else will take that job.
1: I really enjoy the South Park version of Jeff Bezos. I don't know if anybody's ever seen, like, the picture of the character art for that, but it's hilarious.
4: It's not but I'm wondering if we could pull up a clip of that.
1: Oh man, I don't think we can pull up I, I don't think we can pull up a South Park clip. But we Yeah, be able we should we know. should
3: probably like not press our luck. We got <laughs> we got flagged for for that weird Al video and for an Emma Watson speech that somehow Sony Music owns. Fuck Sony Music. Yeah. Yeah, for well, real.
4: We just got to keep it under 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm curious to see their take on Jeff Bezos. I fucking love South Park.
1: I highly recommend taking a look. (laughs) Indeed.
3: All right. Well, uh, Don, it looks like we're getting to one of your segments here, bud. Oh.
1: Hey. Yeah. So, as you guys have probably noticed, I I have a love for science and anthropology and archaeology and. Um, In lieu of giving you guys news about dogs being born with two heads and eight legs as good news, um, I'm going to do this. I, I, big fan, big fan. Hey, that puppy is doing pretty good from what I I still don't think, I don't see how that's good news. Honestly, do not see how that dog is going to have a healthy life, but. We're not, we're not going to talk about it.
4: Okay. Yeah, it kind of broke my heart to see it, but at least it seems to be doing all right from what it's best said. Move on. fine.
0: I still want to see that Everything. thing, though. I'm saying. I'll, I'll send you a link. All right. I'll send you a
4: link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about Neanderthals. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, we are. Man. <laughs> This I was going to put in the good news section, honestly, because I think it is some good news. Quite amazing, amazing news. A study, I'm sorry, I should have read further into this article before I just got excited and shared it with you guys. A study has found that Neanderthals had the capacity to produce human-like speech. Do you know how big that is? You want me to screen share so you can see the article, or do you want me to drop Mm a link?
3: I mean, why do we got to see the article? Just tell us what's going on. Okay. Um, All right.
1: Neanderthals evolved the auditory capacities to support a vocal communication. As efficient as modern human speech, according to new research led by the Universidad de El Casa scientists. I don't know exactly where that is.
0: Probably Spain, and it sounds like the University of the House of Science.
1: Thank you. I, I don't speak Spanish. I, I speak German and some Swedish, but Spanish has always been difficult. Um. The, the linguistic capacities uh, in Neanderthals have long been an area of active research and debate among scientists, albeit a little resolution. The last two decades have seen an increasing archaeological discoveries documenting complex behaviors in the sister species to Homo sapiens. These have been linked to possible presence of language. Since it seems that it seems reasonable to suggest that such behaviors require the presence of a complex and efficient oral communication system, and they're they're talking about um, the the cave paint everything from the cave paintings to the crafts that Neanderthals made to the the way that they moved across vast areas of the continents. Settled in areas, conducted trade. You simply can't do that without a, a way of speaking, a way of communicating.
0: Right. Um, Including instantiating that WAP. Yeah.
1: <laughs> God, I really hope Cardi B doesn't. Was it Cardi B that did that one? I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't listen to it.
0: It's fun. Yeah, I, I, think it, that re- that. I think it. I think it marked. I think it marked a cultural uh, pivot.
1: Beautiful. I've I've seen buddies of mine from the army like argue about it in the comments because all this Mister Potato Head, Doctor Seuss bullshit.
0: Right, Mister Potato Head. <laughs> Let's come back to that. I want to talk about that, but go ahead.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, for decades, one of the central questions in human evolutionary studies has been whether the human form of communication, spoken language was present in any other species of human ancestor, especially in Neanderthals said professor Juan Luis. I am not even going to attempt to say his last name because I don't want to ruin it. Um, But Professor Juan is a researcher at the Centro. Oh, God, I really should have sent this to somebody else. So I could. That's a lot of Spanish. He's a professor in Madrid at one of the uh, colleges, universities in Madrid. Um, (laughs) Using high resolution CT scans. Uh, This professor and his colleagues created 3D 3D models of ear structures of Homo sapiens, Neanderthals, and other hominins considered ancestors of the later Neanderthals. Um, They then entered new data into the software-based model developed in the field of auditory bioengineering to estimate the hearing abilities up to five kilohertz, which encompasses most of the frequency range of modern human speech sounds. Compared to other hominins, Neanderthals showed slightly better hearing between four and five kilohertz, resembling modern humans more closely. In addition, the researchers calculated the frequency, range of maximum sensitivity, technically known as uh occupied bandwidths in each species mm-hmm. um to sum this up because i don't want to read this whole article and take up a ton of time neanderthals were able had potentially had the capacity for human-like speech and that is big news
4: I think it's kind of cool as far as like epiphany wise what what that spoke to me um, that uh, there's, there's that overlapping period of time where both homo sapiens and Neanderthals were walking the earth. And as far as today, we find that there is a lot of Neanderthal DNA heavily in those of us who've got some ginger and It speaks volumes going back to part of what we were talking about earlier in the mutual aid section that mutual aid is literally an evolutionary thing when it came down to the capacity to be able to travel. The innovation that that required, whether it be riding horses, building um, Wagons and such to be able to pull your stuff with you, it made it possible for survival as we spread out to other parts of the planet and to me, that speaks volumes because obviously, some of these Neanderthals had that capacity too to understand mutual aid and solidarity with each other with, you know, their family or their tribe or whatever to be able to migrate that far. For there to be significant amount of Neanderthal DNA all the way up in Scotland and Ireland, it's kind of cool.
1: I'm bringing up, I'm pulling up pictures off of uh, Instagram right now for the next part of this um, to give you guys a little heads up a photographer using um, crap I really should have looked at what he was using and I know it's a type of uh, Photoshop has um, created digital pictures, lifelike pictures of what Uh, Ancient ancient Egypt's queen Nefertiti and um, uh, pharaoh Akhenaten looked like real life. It was close to what we can figure out that they looked like in real life. And I really, I want to share these with you. Um, Give me just one second. These are really cool. These are really cool and I promise it's worth it. Here is the Pharaoh Akhenaten, whose um, name was actually erased from Egyptian history. Um, he was one of the fir- he was the first Pharaoh in Egypt to uh, stop the worship of the traditional Egyptian gods. He, he worshipped one god, which Akhen the sun, and um, we know his name by accident. Somebody forgot to scrape something off of. But here he is. And then, one second, I have to click the tabs and things. <laughs> I promise I'll get better at this eventually. I'll have like four computer screens in front of me and have this all up for you. Now, Queen Nefertiti, um, super famous, super famous Egyptian queen. Um, if you don't know anything about her, I suggest looking her up. Really cool. This is what she looked like. You were looking at the face of somebody who hasn't been seen since 1370 BC, right now.
0: This is
4: absolutely stunning what anthropologists can do. There's one specialized. In using clay, they make a mold of the actual skull and use clay to form around it and fill in the facial features. And it's a fucking amazingly beautiful process. It awesome.
1: Indeed. Those it. were the only two anthropology and science things that I... Per- Thank you for putting this in there, Rob. I, I actually really enjoyed <laughs> that. Thank you.
3: Yeah, dude, this fucking this show's for all of us, bro. Um, Absolutely. Find some
4: science and anthropology.
3: So uh, we're moving into probably everybody's favorite section: combating fascism. So the Republican Study Committee urges us. Our urges, <laughs> wow urges the party to zero in on border <laughs> crisis, and they're trying to link it to Biden's, quote, radical policies. Holy shit, man. Can you imagine <laughs> actually believing this shit? So I'm... A
0: super slot.
3: <laughs>
1: I Hold on, say I, it uh, Say it again. Say it again. Just re- read it again, man. One more time. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, oh
0: sorry, Antifa, super sluts, I said.
1: Yeah.
9: Okay. <laughs> like a teddy bear
1: I really I really wanted I really wanted Rob to say the part that he <laughs> said again, but it's okay.
3: Sorry. Oh, oh I said, holy shit man. Imagine No, not
1: <laughs> what what they what they're believing. <laughs> oh just, I needed to the... hear it again.
3: Oh I didn't <laughs> want to read it again, but I will. I will, just for all of you. Please. the Republican Study Committee urges the party to zero in on the border crisis and link it to Biden's, quote, radical policies. Oh, my fucking God. An influential Republican caucus is urging the party to zero in on the escalating crisis at the southern border and link it directly to President Biden's, quote, radical immigration and border policies he has implemented since being inaugurated. Quote, over the next few months, Americans will watch the crisis on our border worsen. They will see the consequences of the radical left's recklessness in real time. That's from the memo distributed by the Republican Study Committee and obtained by Fox News. Um, Quote, and every one of these consequences can be traced back to Joe Biden because every major change in our immigration policy since Inauguration Day was made unilaterally through the executive branch. The administration has been scrambling to cope with an influx of migrants, particularly unaccompanied children and families at the border. It is opening a number of shelters and processing centers while allowing facilities to expand to 100% capacity. Meanwhile, it is considering using a Virginia military base for potential use as a temporary influx care facility for unaccompanied children at some point in the future. So... I just want to say that uh, Biden is not the radical left. Biden is not a socialist. I am. Uh, right. Hold oh, on. Like, can we
1: talk about? Can we talk about the, the radical changes he's made to the border policy? He just put a new name on the fucking pages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like.
3: What? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in 95% of everything, much as I predicted, he is no different than Trump.
1: No. Dude, and he's not going to be, because we keep voting for the lesser two evils. Yeah.
4: It's true. He's centrist. And in many areas, right of center. So, uh, how these motherfuckers are calling him socialist is beyond me, because no socialist would be doing that shit right there.
2: No, am, amongst the pol- political world, he is definitely right.
3: So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even by American standards, which are drastically skewed right to begin with. Yeah. Yep. Right. Anyway, so on to the next topic, I guess.
2: Oh, uh, uh, I got something real quick if we're going to combating fascism.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's the next, the next story in it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Oh, you're good. I mean, if you got something to say, man, you can say it.
2: No, it's just an article that I wanted to tell people about.
3: Oh, gotcha. Um, Osama said Biden is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Fucking amen.
1: He ain't even in sheep's clothing, though, man. He's just a wolf. (laughs) He's a confused wolf.
4: (laughs) A fucking hair-sniffing wolf.
1: (laughs) (laughs) my my my, my grandkids like to play with my my leg hair in the pool
3: that's normal man it's normal normal. (laughs) oh god uh natalie said ask any republican and they will tell rob yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's true I just don't get where they even get this idea, where they even come off, like, trying to say that Biden is a socialist. Nothing that he has ever talked about pertains to socialism, except for how much he hates socialism.
1: That's because here in America, we hate socialism. Because communists. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because communism is... is Cause communism has killed a hundred million people in a hundred years or whatever. But like, let's just point out that capitalism does that in five. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so a, a bill in Kentucky would make it a crime to insult and taunt police officers. Yeah. I'll read, I'll read that one more time for the people in the back. Cause I know that's, that's some shit, man. Just like the Panthers were communist, Osama said. Well, I mean... They were, they, but that's they, not an yeah, insult. Right. They, they kind of were, but they, they drew heavily from Mao. Uh, that's where they got the whole idea of the protracted people struggle. Um, they distributed Mao's little red book. They were, they were unabashed socialists, for sure. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to say this one more time. Kentucky Bill would make it a crime to insult or taunt police officers.
4: Fuck that, that's one of my favorite
3: activities. (laughs) So, supporters of the bill say it targets people who quote, cross the line. But those against it say it's an attempt to crush protests and violates First Amendment rights and you're goddamn right that it does.
1: It absolutely fucking does. And who's to say what crosses the motherfucking line?
0: Oh well, yeah. they are.
1: Okay. Okay. So what's what's their line? Is there a clear defined line that I can't cross? Can I no, not? No, no,
3: no, no, no. They make it up as they go, bro.
0: Correct. Is oh. it
3: is it straight up fuck the police,
4: or is it damn, I smell bacon?
0: <laughs> well I mean they don't need a law to to to, to govern themselves in, in that capacity. They they already have full authority to do that. That's why I always say we do these things, we hear these things, we get mad about these things, and nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes. And the reason that nothing ever changes is because we are constantly bombarded with this sort of nonsense on the daily.
1: I feel that. I feel that. It, that. That's why I have my, my weekend weekend therapy sessions
0: with Lord Sterling here. Yep. I mean, keep waiting for that magic moment, you know.
4: That's the thing, like, what the fuck do we need to do to shift things in a different direction yep. when we've got people who lift fucking boots this hard? that they're like, oh my god, we have to protect the police from being called a fucking pig. It might hurt their
0: feelings the story so drops after. on the day they try the officers that killed george floyd the you know oh yeah they, oh yeah
3: that's yeah. intentional as fuck
0: and, and we're just fine with that
3: and i mean, mean, we're not obviously so the but, wording of the bill um you know it says that it would make it a crime to insult or taunt a police officer during a riot they can just call any protest a riot. They already do that, right?
9: Unless Nine you're a frat out. house.
3: Well, right. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't right, a riot. Right. That was very clearly a party. Being there was alcohol involved.
1: Yeah they they were drunken revelers, reveling. Correct.
3: All so right. wait, so wait. <laughs> that's all we have so. to do. That's all we have to do to make it yeah. not a riot. We just got to get fucking shit faced.
0: And be what? white and be male predominantly, wow. and then you're fine. I can
9: do two of those things.
0: Those I'm probably
3: things. richer,
9: you know. Yeah, they both. Well, uh,
4: yeah. we, we just need to like make the propaganda say like this is a block party. Let's not call it a protest. <laughs> block party. BYOB. Come on. Can we call it a
1: celebration of Bacchus?
4: <laughs>
1: who,
0: that, who that
1: is? Uh, uh, they'll figure it out.
4: All right. <laughs>
7: We'll anyway, going. so
3: Senate Bill 211 mandates up to three months imprisonment or uh, for a person uh, if they accost, insult, taunt, or challenge a law enforcement officer, quote, with offensive or derisive words, or by gestures, or by other physical contact, that would have a direct tendency to provoke a violent response from the perspective of a reasonable and prudent person. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, so they so, don't have uh, I, laws that already do that. They have to, <laughs> they have to come up with another one on the on the day that. Uh, that's great. Wait,
3: wait, wait! Well, wait. Holy shit! Holy shit! Her the bill defines a riot. It's
4: like actual assault, but this is
3: talking about your words, man. Yeah. How? And How? and time out. Listen to this. The bill defines a riot as quote a public disturbance involving an assemblage of five five or more persons. Are you kidding me? Which by Uh, 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 violent conduct creates grave danger of damage or injury to property or persons or substantially obstructs law enforcement or other government function what does that even
4: mean anything they want to fucking interpret it as to use as an excuse Because let's be honest here and go back to that commentary of where they're trying to describe what they fucking think police are, calling them reasonable individuals. Reasonable and prudent. Right, I beg to fucking differ. The evidence speaks for itself, and the problem is their egos can't handle being quote unquote challenged in any fucking manner, and that's part of the problem. Is We have ego-driven motherfuckers out there with badges and guns and a fucking pension for bullying who want to use their badge and their gun as an excuse to exhibit fucking violent behavior and to lash out at the very people who pay their motherfucking paychecks and provide for their fucking living and their families. In the whole fucking nine yards, that's coming out of our fucking tax dollars, and we're paying these motherfuckers to beat the shit out of us, tear us, and gun us the fuck down. Get the fuck out of here. We do not need dumbasses, like whoever's sponsoring this bill and supporting it, fucking making that that much worse. Where now they can be like, oh, well, they said this, and I felt challenged, so I responded with violence. No, stop fucking giving them excuses. Well and,
3: and there's there's a very clear class base for this too. Uh, listen to this. A person convicted of this misdemeanor could also face a $250 fine and be disqualified from public assistance benefits for 3 months.
4: Holy shit. <laughs>
7: Jesus fucking
3: Christ. Are you
4: kidding
7: me? <laughs> The bill oh also my God. I
4: don't get any bacon for the next three months. Get the fuck out of here. Gonna fuck with people's ability to survive for insulting our employees.
3: Yeah. Fuck the me. bill also fuck contains me. a provision on the defund the police movement stating that the government entities that fund police agencies must, quote, maintain and improve their financial support. The bill passed a committee vote oh. on Thursday and moves on to the full Senate. Leave it to fucking Kentucky, man. Yeah, dude, no shit. It's, wow.
0: It's a state-level bill? Or a local? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, that's a Mm -hmm. state-level bill.
0: Yeah.
3: That just... That's fucked. That's fucked all the way around. Yeah, it fucking blows my mind, bro.
0: This is what we meant by it's not Trump that's horrible, it's what comes after Trump. Yeah.
3: It's what he made feel
4: comfortable fucking expressing itself and trying to impose itself on the lives of others. I don't give a fuck. If, If you choose to be a cop, guess what? You're choosing to take a position that you're most likely to exploit as a betrayal of your actual fucking community or the one next to you, given so many cops aren't. Um, actually living in the neighborhood to take police. They're policing other people. They don't give a fuck about Um, This is just fucked. Absolutely fucked that we have to worry about this type of shit from our own fucking employees. Uh, Where are the leftists in Kentucky because everybody in your state needs you right now to step forward and be like, fuck this bill. Because This sets a precedent for other, you know, right-wing states to go with. There ain't going to be nowhere fucking safe to even travel through to get somewhere.
0: Osama says, and I quote, people say the system is broke, but I disagree. It's a well-oiled machine and doing exactly what it was designed to do.
3: Well fucking said, Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, he also said, Trish, look again at the origins of police. Yeah, that's a great thing oh, yeah. as well. That's they a fucking...
4: started as a way to round up slaves and bring them back to the places they escaped, and it's fucked.
3: Yep. Uh, Natalie said, there are some bad things hidden in that bill, um, especially for any third parties trying to uh, get in to break the duopoly. Duopoly, sorry. Can see Green Party Howie Hawkins on that. I'm somewhat torn because there is plenty of good in the bill, and no one is going out. No one is going to weed out the bad, especially when it can and will be used to both the two parties' advantages. I think that she was replying to something. Um, I, I'm pretty sure she's talking about HR one. Uh, last week we actually showed a video of Howie's take on HR one because he worded it better than any of us could. So, he said it's
2: uh, fucking bullshit
3: essentially yeah yeah he laid out in like a six minute video how and why it was bullshit because that's yeah. that's what that man does
2: yep. he's a smart man
3: <laughs> um on to the next story the supreme court seems ready to uphold restrictive voting laws that's the headline but no shit sherlock trump stacked the court you fucking kidding me? Right. They may not have handed yeah. him the presidency like he probably thought they were going to, but this is completely expected. Hmm. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court, also known as SCOTUS, or SCROTUM, sorry.
4: i was thinking <laughs> the same thing.
3: <laughs> Seemed That's ready on Tuesday, up. It. Yeah, dude, for real. I was like, should I say it? Should I say Yeah, SCROTUM. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seemed ready to um, uphold Arizona's restrictive voting laws, setting the stage for what happens in the coming months and years. As Republican-dominated, state legislatures seek to make voting more difficult. Since the November election and President Trump's false claims that the balloting was rigged, Republican-run state legislatures have raced to pass new laws that would curb the modern-day expansion of the right to vote. Many of these laws likely will be challenged in court, And on Tuesday, the Supreme Court heard arguments in a case that could set the parameters uh, for which those restrictive voting laws survive and which don't. The Voting Rights Act, first passed in 1965, makes it illegal for states to enact laws that result in voting discrimination based on race. Eight years ago, the conservative court, by a five to four vote, gutted one of the two major parts of that law. Now it is the other major section that is in the conservative court's crosshairs. Tuesday's case involved two Arizona laws. One bars the counting of provisional ballots cast in the wrong precinct. Um, the other bars, the collective uh, collection, sorry, of absentee ballots by anyone other than a family member or a caregiver. Wow. That's hmm. interesting because, uh, We were told as election staff in Maricopa County, which is in Arizona, that uh, this starting with the 2020 election, uh, provisional ballots could be cast in any precinct um, and absentee ballots could be dropped off by anyone. I just got a notification from Facebook pop up. A post from 2012 just got flagged for going against community standards.
0: Oh, well, I have to worry about that then.
3: Yeah. So the post was a meme that said, quote, we must reduce workers' salaries and take away the right to strike. And that quote was attributed to Hitler, 1933. And then it says, sound familiar?
0: Ah. Well, yeah, it's the Facebook, uh, you have to break omelets to make eggs algorithm at work again. Again, it doesn't understand context. It sees, it's it's like a whack-a-mole. It sees something pop up. It's designed to be, smash it with a hammer. It doesn't it doesn't care what you what your intent is or what your audience perception is or any of the context. They
3: do have it. an option that uh, when you're disputing it, this says, I think Facebook mis- misunderstood the intent or context of my post. Right. The so I, I think most- they acknowledge that that's a problem. But I just disagreed
0: with it. I've seen whole yeah, groups goes. get I've seen whole groups get wiped out with thousands of members because, because of this behavior. Oh yeah, well, it's hate speech. We don't care the context and just beat it down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I think we're on our fourth Lord of the Rings. The beacons are lit posting. Shout out to my boys.
0: <laughs> you oh know, my I And mean, these groups are scrambling to go get a community together. And then they warn each other, and they try to be good, and they try not to say anything that might be naughty. And then somebody does, and they get whacked again.
2: The old, the old anti-fascist group. That's what happened to that. We had over, I believe it was almost five thousand or a little over five thousand members, and they just wiped us out. So.
3: And that being said, that is exactly why we are trying to. You can create user accounts on our on our website now. We're trying to work more and more out of our website. So just to throw that out there again, that's www.4wearemany.org. Now, before I get back to this, uh, this, this, I don't even want to call it a story. It's bullshit, frankly. Um, but anyway, Osama dropped some uh, knowledge about the 13th Amendment and uh, the origin of policing. Uh, it's a very long thing, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I encourage all of you, on the other hand, to go into the comments and read it. Um, So state Republicans and Republican National Committee argued that both laws are needed to prevent fraud, but the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals disagreed. It found no record of ballot fraud, but it did find evidence that the two new laws make voting more difficult for minorities who often live in huge rural areas without a nearby post office or mail route.
4: And it didn't help that they closed a whole bunch of the voting centers too, that directly yeah. affected more minority neighborhoods.
3: Yep. Amen to that. So are we ready to move on to uh, LGBTQ news or does anybody have anything else to throw out before we do?
2: Let me see if okay. I can't find this again real quick.
3: Uh, yes, you had an article too. I forgot about that, actually. Let me uh hold on. Watch what I'm about to do. Boom.
2: There we go. All right, so let, uh, just a short summary of because it's combating fascism. Uh, Virginia had a flagpole up in a private uh, uh, fenced-in area. It was 120 feet uh, and I guess they're making them change it because it was a flag of the Confederate flag and they're making them change it to 60 feet. The the flagpole went up after they tore down two Confederate statues in Virginia. So they're making them replace it because people could see it from the highway and it stood for a couple years. Uh without anybody saying anything because it was under you know it was a whatever you want to call zoning law or something so they're making them make it a 60 foot pole now uh i just thought that was i mean it's on a private property so i can understand them keeping it i mean i you know would not have anything of that such but you know, I just thought it—I I thought it was interesting, and I thought it went along with the fascism that they're making them make it so it's a sixty-foot pole, so you cannot see it from the highway, which I'm sure offended a bunch of people. Indeed. That's right. all I yeah. wanted to say.
4: At least people driving by ain't got to see that bullshit
3: no more. Yeah. Right. Amen to that. All right, so we are into LGBTQ news. Um, if I'm honest, some of the stuff that's, uh, going on in, uh, in, in the LGBTQ community today is just outright disgusting. And before I even get into the things I intended to talk about, I'm just going to bring out the whole potato head thing. I mean, like, how does that affect your life? It's not like they discontinued Mr., uh, Mr. Potato Head. They included a non-binary potato head and lumped the whole line under potato head instead of Mr. Potato Head. And the outrage from conservatives was outrageous. What are you thinking? It's well,
4: ridiculous. It's- the potato head has always been transgender because all you had to do was change one feature in bam! Now it's a different gender. So it's been fluid across the whole fucking scale the whole time. It's a
3: potato. Yeah. It doesn't I, have I, genitals. Yeah. I don't disagree. I just wanted to bring that up before I actually got into the things I was planning on talking, to, talking about today. Okay. So, and, well, I think it was
4: Austin had started to say something. Too. No. <laughs> He's like,
10: no. No.
4: i heard somebody uh, anyway okay go ahead
3: (laughs) um elliot page is standing up against gop efforts to criminalize trans kids in alabama Uh, academy award nominated actor elliot page is speaking out against a bill that would impose a penalty of up to 10 years in prison if a doctor provides appropriate gender-affirming health care to transgender youth quote Efforts to criminalize trans kids are deadly and we need to fight back against Alabama's HB one SB 10. The star of Juno and the umbrella Academy tweeted quote trans kids lives depend on stopping this bill. Tell Alabama lawmakers to protect trans trans kids. No on HB one, no on SB 10. That's the house bill and the Senate bill. Uh, the, the, they're calling it the Vul- Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act. Wow.
4: That is such utter bullshit based on their feelings. Fuck their feelings.
3: That is, that is straight right. offensive. That
4: is, right. That is not fucking compassion or protection to try to tell someone else what they can do with their skin suit um you know this goes back to something we were talking about before with uh, you know other bills that people are trying to pass to block trans teens from just getting the uh blockers the puberty blockers and that's you know that should be available to that is not compassion or protection to deny them that that's making it that much harder for those kids to be able to get gender affirming surgery in the future. If their body is forced to
3: go through puberty. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let, let's get into a little bit about what the bill does. Um, it would make it a felony punishable by 10 years in prison for a healthcare professional to provide gender affirming care for a minor. The bill would also make it a felony if teachers and school administration administrators don't out possibly transgender students to their parents. Wow. What the fuck? The what? state. Yeah. I, I'll read that again, actually. The bill would also make it a felony if teachers and school administrator, uh, administrators don't out possibly transgender students to their parents.
4: What the fuck makes them think that's any of their goddamn business?
0: <laughs> oh my god. The state
3: is considering a separate bill to ban transgender youth from school sports.
2: They, there was just an article and uh, I, I read it and it said that a woman, a woman wrestler, had beaten all the men and took the championship. I don't know necessarily where. So the whole transgender being able to, you know, I I don't, it it just makes, yeah, exactly. I mean, (laughs) come on now. I mean, it's just a bunch of bullshit.
4: It's an excuse that they're using. Oh, my kids won't have fair competition if they have to compete against somebody who's trans. No, that's just trans hatred right there. You know, it's bigotry. This guy says. Well, well,
5: what stuff.
4: they're.
1: Sorry. Go didn't ahead. To okay. What they're doing, the mental gymnastics that they're doing in their fucking heads is. Try to follow this if, if you can. They're, they're taking it to an extreme. They're picturing Brock Lesnar as he is right now. With a wig on, beating the shit out of female wrestlers, and that's just simply not what it is. You know, you know what I'm saying. You following what I'm saying? Like Brock Lesnar is huge, huge guy, and like obviously, if If he
4: were to take estrogen, he would be much smaller. It it directly affects all of that. It well, especially if he had gone
3: through, uh, if he had started the treatment when he was young,
4: right? Right. That's the thing that they're not taking into consideration because these people are fucking ignorant to the actual process and don't understand the changes that are made in your body with hormone therapy that you take as part of that. You know, if you're a trans man, you're taking testosterone. It's why. Trans men grow facial hair, chest hair, the whole nine yards. Um, trans women take estrogen. That's why they end up with curvier faces than they had prior to. Um, there's, there's a lot that goes into this. These people are, are not considering. They just think it's a dude in a dress, and it makes me want to knock them the fuck out.
3: Amen to that.
2: They they lose muscle mass too once they take it or gain muscle mass. So I mean,
1: yeah, I know, but gracious. the way Trisha put it is perfect. They're picturing a dude wearing a dress. They're not picturing. I don't
2: know. A woman. And it, it, it's ignorance. Yeah, it's the ignorance of on their part, you know, to do that because they probably don't know any trans people, or have any inclination of getting to know them
3: exactly well said so the text of the bill claims that most minors diagnosed with gender dysphoria will stop being transgender by the time they are adults which is absolutely unequivocally false it's 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 not
4: dysphoria
3: right the bill says that it's necessary to support natural puberty even though the effects of puberty hormones on a transgender person's body can lead to increased dysphoria for the rest of their life. The bill's text says that treatments like uh, puberty blockers, even after years of testing and administered by a doctor, somehow constitute dangerous and uncontrolled human medical experimentation that may result in grave and irreversible consequences to their physical and mental health. Man... I got to call bullshit from the psychological
4: level because of, of, they're trying to spin it as the, um, being transgender self, like, oh, this is dysmorphia, as if there is a psychological problem with being trans. Real dysmorphia is the feeling of not belonging in the fucking body we're born in.
0: Yeah, that's pretty horrifying. Right?
4: They are literally trying to put an opposite spin on shit for an emotional reaction. Intentionally correct.
6: That's correct.
4: If you make people think, oh no, the problem is them thinking they belong in a different skin suit. We need to, you know, not let them have access to the health care that they need and desire. We need to, you know, block them from that and treat them like They just need to get their head right. No, motherfucker. Like, shame on them. Shame on them for having no fucking empathy or understanding for what another human being is saying of, like, no, who I am doesn't identify with this skin suit. Especially when, not in all, but in many cases, talking about people who have sex, chromosome, polysomy, where... Your triple X or your XXY or XYY, and all of those things affect what genitalia you have. Sometimes they have both and don't even know it. I, I have a friend who had no clue that she had a sex chromosome polysomy until she was trying to get pregnant, and um, they went for fertility testing and found out oh, okay, well, here's why we have to balance your hormones because you have both sets of donuts inside.
3: So puberty blockers, go ahead, I'm sorry, I thought you were done.
4: I'll just wrap that up, When, when you have an understanding doctor who goes, okay, let's help you work with this, that's what matters, and these kids have the same right to that as any adult would, this isn't something that needs to be done.
3: Yeah, so puberty blockers, like their name suggests, just delay the onset of puberty, that's it so that transgender youth, their parents, and their doctors can have time to understand their identities and come up with the best path forward. If a trans person stops taking them, then they undergo puberty associated with their sex assigned at birth. One study found that transgender teens who wanted puberty blockers and were able to get them had a significantly reduced risk of suicidal thoughts for the rest of their lives, compared to trans teens who wanted them but didn't get them. Another study found that the treatment improves transgender youth's lives and that almost all trans youth grew up to be transgender adults. Whoa, who would have fucking thought that? Right,
4: was... who thinks think they know themselves better than some fucking stranger?
3: Yeah, no shit. This isn't the first time Paige has used his platform to advocate for trans equality since he announced his transition last year. That was last year already? Really? Yep. I thought that was like a month ago. Huh. No, it definitely has been longer than that. I guess last year was only three months ago. Right. In January, he tweeted asking the Montana legislature to please vote no on HB 112 and HB 113. These bills harm trans youth and hurt all of us. So a similar bill took similar action. Um...
0: I have uh, one thing to share.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, It's okay, Trish, if I uh, make a recommendation about this topic.
4: Absolutely. Uh, Bring it on, bro.
0: So some of the listeners here, uh, present and future, uh, may find themselves disoriented, confused, in some cases even baffled. By the topics that you hear discussed today, so I recommend that you take some time when you, at your first opportunity and go to YouTube and find ContraPoints and just pick through some of these premises that she lays out about gender and perception of gender and its effect on society. And I think you'll do yourself an uh, an amazing world of good. Uh, This individual here is probably one of the most thought provoking people in our society today. So go to go to YouTube, go to YouTube, search for ContraPoints, and you'll get where you need to be very quickly. If you're already quote unquote, woke, you understand these issues. I'd say, unless you experience them, you don't truly understand them. But if you if you have an awareness of these issues, I think you'll find that she'll reinforce your awareness and, and, and augment and supplement your awareness. Hell oh,
4: yeah. I'm going to look. Would you say ContraPoints?
0: contra ContraPoints contra points uh, on YouTube.
3: Well, while we're plugging, uh, Dean, if you want to take that link I dropped in the Zoom chat and Throw it in the comments. That'd be awesome. Um, I but, did it.
0: Oh, yeah. thank you. Oh,
3: you're, you're you. awesome, Sterling.
0: Yeah, word, awesome.
3: So uh, the link that we dropped in the in the the uh, oh, this is actually from HB 112 in Montana. Uh, if you live in Alabama, right? So I'm gonna encourage you to copy this, right, and then change HB 112 to HB 1. Um, And change Montana to Alabama. But they they have a well-written-out thing. And I encourage you to uh, contact your representatives. Let them know you're fucking pissed. Point blank.
4: Right. Yeah. Threaten their jobs. We voted you in. We can vote you the fuck out if you don't represent us. You better vote no on this. We will hold you accountable for your vote. And remember
3: next time. amen to that oh man so let's see what do we got what do we got next
4: gay journalist ex- oh my god car. yeah
3: That's go true. ahead Trish, i'm sorry it's all
4: good uh and out of an out crime reporter has confirmed what he outlined on social media this weekend. He and a group of friends were egged by assailants driving by in a car. Now, police are investigating, and the victims of the immature act believe they were targeted because of their sexuality. Australian Broadcasting Corporation, ABC, journalist Mark Reddy apparently took to Twitter right after the incident, writing that while quote, walking home with a group of gay guys, a car drives by and the men inside throw cartons face at us, end quote. Reddy, a Sydney based reporter who regularly appears on television and reports on the on the crime beat himself, added, quote, the male occupants laughing as they set off, end quote. The attack took place as Reddy and the group were traveling on their way home just the morning after Mardi Gras, which is Sydney's Pride Celebration. Reddy said of the attack <laughs> Wow, if you think some eggs are going to rattle us, think again. I truly hope you find happiness. That is all. End quote. Well, he's got class. I dig it. Still, he did not receive sympathy from other Twitter users, with some quick to compare him to Dusty Smollett, who was accused of making up a homophobic tag two years ago, and others trying to assert that the victims being gay was, quote, incident. He replied, I'm One detractor, you have no idea. It was a gay hate crime. You we were targeted because of sexuality. It was, yeah. When, when shit like that happens and they're driving off laughing, guess what? That's immature ass motherfuckers targeting you. They're probably, you know, experiencing waves of homophobia out of self-loathing because they're in the class themselves. Just point that insecurity out.
3: Indeed. Anybody else
4: got a take on that?
3: <laughs> I feel like things like this happen a lot more than we see it in the media. And honestly, that's why I put that in here. I wanted to bring that up. This type of shit happens all the time.
0: It was standard operating procedure for me growing up. and witnessed this behavior uh, and worse.
3: Right, I mean, I'm, I'm glad realize, to say that like, it's, it's definitely been less than I'm sure it was in, in your time being, but it shouldn't be happening at all. Right.
2: Even in, when I was a kid, it happened a lot. I'm pr- from a pretty conservative area, and a lot of people made some a lot of, a lot of nasty and rude and fucking asshole choices. To people and people in my own school were afraid to come out uh, because of assholes, you know. So,
3: indeed,
4: and a lot of that. I believe,
0: guys, I believe it was around, I want to say, after 9 11 that I heard of the first person of high school age or younger than majority anyway um, having come out in a public manner and wow. and that's just my own personal experience but uh, I will at, at the time that I graduated from high school which was right around the time some of you were born um, no no offense Uh I knew of not a single person who was out, adult, even as adults, I mean, he wants clear high school and that, and that hellscape, um, not a single person under threat of violence for self-preservation.
3: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Anybody else have anything to say or are uh, we moving on to big tech?
0: The bigger the better. <sighs> All so, the
3: um, I'm sure that, you know, we're going to get flagged by Facebook for something in this stream. So, you know, just want to give the shout out to, you know, the big eye in the sky, Zuckerberg. <laughs>
0: Thank you, <laughs> Facebook.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, so big, uh, big tech is facing pressure from governments, employees, and users. Governments from Australia to the U.S. are cracking down on big, te- big tech companies. Is that what they call this fucking shit? What? Employees <laughs> are working to form unions at firms like Google and Amazon, and consumers appear to be more distrustful of the world's biggest platforms than ever before. Too many of them still are, but that's another conversation altogether. The increased level of scrutiny on big tech marks a reckoning of sorts for the industry, uh, one born out of an increasing understanding of the power these companies wield, and a shifting cultural mood toward activism and holding the powers that be accountable. Experts say it will result in a seismic shift in the industry, and one that is already affecting governments, tech companies, and consumers alike. Quote, there was a golden era when people focused on the enormous good technology could do to connect users to one another and de- democratize uh, access to information. That's uh, Alexandra Givens, president and CEO at the Center for Democracy and Te- Technology. Now, our quote, now there's increasing recognition that with this great power comes great responsibility. Last summer, something unprecedented happened. The CEOs of Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google testified before before Congress at the same time over concerns they engaged in anti-competitive practices, and they got grilled. I mean, yeah, but nothing ultimately fucking happened.
4: No, I mean, they're only considering letting big tech companies start their own governments and all That's, that's really cracking down. Like when you're allowing shit like that of corporations to form their own government, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna call it back and down. We're gonna pretend like that's limiting their
3: reach. So I have a little, um, a little thing I want to share with you guys.
10: Before the Senate and answered questions about Facebook's role in our democracy. In my view, this is a very good first step. Clearly, among other things, we have got to put an end to the epidemic of fraudulent political advertising that currently exists. But let us be clear that that is nowhere near enough. Today's hearing must be considered as a beginning, not an end, of the discussion about the dramatic impact that Facebook, technology companies in general, and the Internet at large play in our society. This is an unbelievably big issue. It impacts every single one of us. And this is an issue that we have got to deal with because it is clear that public policy has not kept pace with the radical changes of technology that we have seen over the last 20 years. Now while the internet has been an enormous source for good, I am talking to you right now through Facebook. All of the convenience and the connection that we are now seeing comes with a price. Our privacy has been invaded in a manner that would have been unthinkable even 20 years ago. Companies today, you know, we talk about the government, and that is an issue, what the NSA knows about you. Well, let's be clear that large corporations today know every aspect of your life. They know where you go, they know what you do, they know about your medical and financial records, they know whom you talk to, they know what you purchase, and they use that information to make billions in profit. This nation needs a serious conversation, and a very, very serious discussion about the proper role of these companies. Should Facebook, Google, and Amazon be allowed to control so much of the internet we're talking about major antitrust issues here these guys have
3: so that's that's basically what i wanted to get to is the antitrust um implications i mean good old teddy roosevelt would have busted these bastards up a long time ago Uh,
1: yeah if they were like a, a steel empire Teddy Roosevelt would have no concept of the internet let's be clear on that he'd have <laughs> yeah, no fucking yeah. clue what to do right now
3: well I mean he would probably treat it as a any other industry and that's the thing is that we've put them on this pedestal somehow
0: yeah I i could I could do a whole show on this so I'm just going to say this whatever we try to do is too late
10: for this Why industry.
0: Because you cannot keep ahead of the desire to profit from our use of their systems and platforms that they've created for us. Remember, Google is not a technology company, it's an advertising company. Twitter, Twitter and Facebook are not far behind. Yeah, not they tech- know
9: the implications of what they are as well, besides just an advertising company. On, on the surface, they're an advertising company, but, but below the surface, they're a tool for molding practically all of mankind right now. They don't care about they that. Know that.
0: That's not their focus. Their focus well, I mean, is to make money.
9: Facebook to depress its users over a period of a few hours just to see if point. they could tells me that otherwise. I, I think. They well, know no, no, no. They no
0: know yeah, yeah. They yeah they no. You, you're, you're defending yourself and you don't have to. We're, I have a feeling we're violently agreeing here.
1: <laughs> Love so, it.
0: The point is, mm-hmm. they're in business to make money. Any legislative steps, any and any any corrective measures, or, or anything that comes from Bernie Sanders and his similar uh, kind are going to be far too late.
9: Amen to that. Okay, that, that that's I my point. I, that that I do violently
0: agree with. The answer yeah. lies with us. If you want to be in a, a, a social uh, uh, endeavor with your friends and your family, create your own. Go find Mastodon. Yeah, I, until so social bad? media, I, I'm like I said, I'm I could do a whole show on these topics. Until social media is democratized globally and run in the interest of the people and by the people, the standards are open and agreed upon we're we're a fair game and we're we're going to be vulnerable to whatever they decide to do with us including zoom everything that we do this organization this collective of people and and that everything we put out there is monetized to the teeth same with the people who are listening to my voice right now everything you did to get here is we are here talking to you because these organizations and entities can profit from it bernie is the i'm sorry love the guy he's you know wonderful i love him to death but he's not he's not he's not our savior on this topic only we can save ourselves
3: i mean ed snowden's been talking about this for a long time and i will give bernie credit on being the one guy on capitol hill yeah the only guy
0: yeah the only guy
3: but Ed Snowden warned us back in fucking what was it, 2012, 2013, somewhere in that ballpark.
0: 2012. Say yes. 20, yep. I would say 20. Yep.
3: I mean, we've known for almost a decade. Nobody so, cared when somebody that did the shit for a living spilled the beans on it. Everybody made it sound like he was a fucking terrorist.
0: That is correct, and we celebrated Julian Assange. Why?
3: I mean, I have no qualm with either one of them. I think they both did a service to society.
0: I think Chelsea did, but I don't think that Julian
3: did. Well, he gave them a platform, but yeah, ultimately you're correct there.
0: And she was Um, the one that rotted in Leavenworth for how many years? Yep. So... Yeah, I have a lot to say about this, guys, and I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to take us into a uh, a protracted discussion. I think that we should look. You should look for alternatives on your own to communicate with your friends that are secure and encrypted. You should you should use browsers whereby you control your browsing experience, and you should be aware that a lot of your emotional or er, drive urge. To endlessly doom scroll on Facebook and other similar things are is endorphin driven. It's designed, it's like you've been psychologically manipulated to need that satisfaction. And and I would only ask that you you don't have to have a dramatic, you know, ex- explosive exodus from Facebook, but be aware of that that behavior is is intentional
3: well said
4: it is indeed when I started realizing that I cut back significantly on my use of social media where if it's not to do something productive on there or contact somebody who I want to talk with I I exit Facebook I won't sit there and just endlessly scroll you know it's like no you look up and you know the clock says four hours later than you last checked and it's like holy shit that's not a way to live
0: and you don't feel you know, better after you did it do you you feel a little you're worse right. even and i know I realize what i'm saying is 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 you know what's this guy i'm on social media and i'm listening to you because of social media and you're telling me what you know sorry guys you know it's true come to our website instead.
10: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> find us on uh find us on a podcast aggregation platforms wherever you get podcasts too We'll, we, we'll stay with you while you do uh, your dishes. Bit,
3: we are a little bit behind, actually, on uploading stuff. Um, tonight and tomorrow, I will be uploading not only this stream, but also the stream from last Thursday and the Mutual Aid Organizing Workshop.
0: Thank you, Rob. Um, that's, that's, I,
3: that's my bad. I dropped the ball. <laughs> See,
2: I I use these platforms to try to organize, to try to get people together so we can go and we can be out on the streets together or we we have to that's where the well of
0: people is we have to go to the well i get that right yeah this is the the body of water on 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 the savannah we've got to go there where the people are I, i know
2: to uh help this podcast grow or to help with mutual aid you know but other than that i mean i'm not here to uh I don't want to say not make friends, but obviously I am. But I'm not here to just dick Stimulate around.
0: Stimulate that amyg- amygdala yeah. and feed that ego, right? And feed that yeah. id. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, that's not necessary. Who cares how many people liked your dog, pick? You know, I'm sorry, your yeah, dog's exactly. lovely. But, you know, don't don't let fake fuck hack your mind.
2: No, I want to see how many people I can fucking organize and, rat- you know, radicalize and, like, we can go out and we can fucking...
3: Make a fucking difference.
0: Damn right.
2: Damn right. Exactly. Damn right.
3: Amen.
0: I'm sorry, Rob. You can proceed.
3: Oh, you're good. As you can tell by the words on your screen, were you gonna say something, Sterling? No. no. Oh. Well, it popped up on the screen for some reason. Anyway, um, as you can see by the words on the screen, wealth inequality is the next segment. This is just a friendly reminder that we are all the 99%. Unless Elon Musk is listening or Jeff Bezos or the Walton family. In
4: which case, there is a Elon Musk tier on our Patreon. <laughs> just <laughs> you. And Jeff Bezos, you fucking gold hoarding dragon, if you so, you know, feel compelled to click that button, I guess... No, no, money to, but no, probably redistributed to your employees because you're not fucking paying them enough.
3: Your next <laughs> dragon man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, oh god. So, uh, let's see, we uh, <laughs> sorry. I was experimenting and I figured it out. So I'm happy about it. That's all I'll say. Anyway, the COVID recession brought extreme inequality in 2020. We know that we saw the largest upward transfer of wealth ever, um, both in the stimulus relief and in Trump's tax plan, which went into effect last year. So they, they didn't even mention. Trump's tax plan in this article, and and I wanted to point that out because that is a big part of why this is happening. Anyway, the legacy of 2020 will endure in America's collective memory for many reasons, a deadly pandemic and a vicious presidential election. It also brought the most severe recession in almost a century, which hurtled millions into poverty and joblessness and uh, created burgeoning inequality. That financial pain has been concentrated among certain groups like racial minorities, women, low earners, those without college degrees, and workers in the service economy like restaurant, retail jobs, hello, that require face-to-face contact. These categories often overlap. That's, that's what the, the, the press said. I wanted to point out that on the left, we call this intersectionality. To a certain extent, these, what was that? Absolutely. Indeed. Uh, to a certain <laughs> extent, these dynamics play out in all downturn, downturns. Sorry, But the coronavirus-fueled uh, economic shock has been singular in the way rich, white Americans rebounded from the depths of the crisis. For many of them, the, recess- the recession ended months ago. They quickly recovered lost jobs. Their wealth has never been higher. as stocks and home prices soared. Their disproportionate ownership of such assets means other groups shared little in their riches. And um, I got some some more stuff to show you. All right. So uh, this is the percent change in employment rates for all income levels. Notice the low wage workers saw a 19% drop the middle-wage workers saw a 4% drop, but the high-wage workers were basically unaffected. They saw a small
4: increase, but think of how much that is in perspective, though, like in comparison to the wages that were already low for the low-wage
3: earners. Which is also funny because, I mean... the <laughs> They're saying high wages is greater than $60,000. Are you kidding me? That's like barely scraping the middle class. What the fuck? This is
4: sad how much of this money has moved upwards. I mean, just from perspective, that 1.2%, if you make a million dollars a year, that means your income went up by 120000 That That's somebody's
3: entire well no it's not it's not income it's employment rate oh it's
4: oh never mind my brain makes that up because of the numbers underneath of them with the dollar sign
3: okay right 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 that's how my they categorize it you're good you're good um, but this is stock and mutual fund ownership by race education and wealth tier so the top 1% which probably intersects with the large bar of white and the large bar of college educated, I would guess. Um, Mm -hmm. almost all stock and mutual funds are owned by educated white already wealthy men. The bottom 50% of the wealth percentile own 0.6% of all of the stock in this fucking country. Black people own 1% of the stock, in this entire fucking country. The top 1% owns over half of the stock and mutual funds in our economy. It's fucking disgusting.
2: Yeah, well, money is an abstract, right? It's a a made-up belief that we use.
6: And it's not only...
2: It's not based on anything real anymore. Sure isn't. And I, I also want to say, fuck those old white men, too.
3: <laughs> Amen. Amen. Is that going to be your platform?
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'll run on that shit. <laughs> if, if I ever I run... <laughs>
1: If I ever run, I'm going to run on, on the platform of starting a fist fight in the house.
3: <laughs> so, speaking of fist fights in government buildings, how about left unity?
0: <laughs> mm. yeah. Let's do. So, shall we?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, we shall. We sure shall, Dean. So, so far, the Green Party has allied itself with the Socialist Alternative, the BSA of Salt Lake, the Central Illinois DSA, Colorado Springs DSA, Independent Socialist Group, Workers' Liberty Party, uh, Student Loan Justice Party, the Socialist Party USA, and last but certainly not least, except for it's totally the least on this list, the, <laughs> the <laughs> Legal Marijuana Now Party in Minnesota. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh yeah!
3: <laughs> so we got to grow this group, or well, the, the, this list gotta... of groups. Every conversation <laughs> and marijuana. On. The movement for a people's party should be on. I mean,
2: yeah, that's hard pressed.
3: Oh, I know it is. I know it is, and probably we're gonna get backlash for that comment.
2: I'll tell <laughs> you right now, I was part of the people's party. You know, I still am somewhat, and it, it is definitely hard pressed for them to. They they wanna take on they wanna do it their way or it's the highway. So I mean they can't have you know they can't units you you, know, you you know, they can't
3: Well you be mean a their, part e- of, their egos won't allow them to Yeah, for now. For now. <laughs> right. But I
2: believe that they will lose that, I'm hoping.
3: Oh Um, yeah, I mean honestly and I mean no disrespect by saying this but I think that they're going to suffer a couple humiliating defeats and um, then they're going to realize why the Green Party appears to be ineffective It's not anything that the Green Party does wrong It's anti-third party laws that are established in almost every state That's my take on it Yeah, I missed
2: some of that, I'm sorry. I have an upset child.
3: Oh,
2: Uh, you're good. uh, They're young. uh, Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I
3: I hope they never lose the passion that they have. It's just frustrating that they don't seem to want to work with anybody else. They just want to do what they want to do, and that's that.
2: Yeah, and I think after so long I'm guaranteeing almost after 2024 that they'll realize that they do have to unite with more left parties. So, you know, but we I mean, go ahead,
4: Trisha, collaboration, not competition. It ain't a dick measuring contest. You know, we need to yeah. come together. So we are a large enough number to make a change.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna take a moment here to shamelessly plug Howie Hawkins' ebook. It's widely available on the internet for free. Go to howiehawkins.us. Um, it's called "The Case for an Independent Left Party." There's a lot of good shit in there. Just check it out. You'll probably learn something from from it. I know I did. Um, so, Don, do you know what time it is? Don, Hold on. I oh. Go.
2: One, oh. one thing before we go on to the next. Remember, yeah, I ahead. wanted to uh, do this because it's the Women's, National Women's Day.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I I It wasn't put in the presentation, so I forgot you were going to do it. I'm sorry.
2: It's all right. Let me get to, I just backstep. so hold on just a second. The Green Party, as we were talking about them, uh, has something on their website. It's uh, Green Party National Women's Caucus addresses systemic racism against Black women and girls in the areas of policing, criminal justice, and education. Police brutally criminalization and other types of systemic racism have created an especially lethal combination for Black women and girls who face multiple threats to their lives and health in proportion to the general population. In order to address state violence and racism against Black women and girls, the Green Party National Women's Caucus recommends policy changes in the following areas policing, criminal, justice, and education. So that's all I'm going to read from that. But if you want to read more, you can go to the Green Party's website, which is uh, gp.org.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's my turn now, isn't it?
2: Yes, it is your turn, dog.
1: Uh, well, Rob's not there to throw up the, um, the good news section, but hello, everybody. It's Don, Good News Hughes. First thing, first and foremost, the thing I want to say to all the transgender women and girls out there, if you're out, if you're not out for whatever reason, in case no one has said it to you, I want to say happy International Women's Day. We're valid.
4: Fuck yeah. Um, Man, as far I gotta as good take news. a moment to explain how much I love and appreciate each one of you, and how proud I am to be surrounded by so many men who are feminists. I love it.
1: Well, That's a bad word, Trisha Don't say that now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you truly are intersectional feminists at that. You understand that. Being a person of color or being LGBTQ adds to the issues that we deal with as women and you get it and you speak out on it. And I love that. Thank you for being you, both of you. You
1: you know, you you know, what really bugs me though, is that like, I hesitated, I debated saying that for a good 10 minutes before, before it was time for me to go on because of the backlash that I know I know somebody in the comments in the future is going to say something. And I want you to know right now, I'm not going to read it. I don't care. Be all right. It's simply.
4: I will uh, Uh, put them in their place.
1: That's fine. (laughs) That's what you do, Trisha. That's why we love you. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys,
0: you guys go ahead and get rowdy in the comments, but we got Trish up in here. She's going to be there and present to beat the shit out of your ass. You down
2: a little bit. <laughs>
1: and and if oh. she gets stuck, she just comes back on a different account. Just yeah,
0: that's correct. If she gets her <laughs> if she gets her axe blades embedded into your skull, she will just simply put her boot on her face and yank it out. I
4: love it. You guys are getting
1: great visuals here. As far as good news goes, as far as good news goes, everything I was gonna put in the good good news section got put in the science and anthropology section. Um and I don't wanna I don't wanna cheat you guys with stories about dogs or kittens or or no, I, I want to bring you, like, advancements in science that are good and are going to be good for us. I just don't have it yet. But the good news is, as of right now, um, the time is 10.57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening to this, you hear my voice. You have not achieved room temperature. You're still, You are still exchanging carbon for oxygen and that that that's pretty good news man <laughs> you still got time to make a change <laughs> that's all i got
2: the the weather's changing and it's getting With, nicer
1: yeah but that could be that could be possibly like i that that well, hold on let me, change <laughs> let,
2: let let me finish though but the climate is changing. Well, of course, climate is changing, but the weather's getting nicer, and we're gonna get more people with boots on the streets, and we're gonna protest some more. And I urge you to get a hold of people and fight for an issue that you believe in, whether it's LBGTQ or if it's, you know, fighting racism, fighting fascists. Do it, you know. You can
4: do all the above at once.
2: Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. I I
4: think we're going to unicorn riot and you're there. And, it,
2: and if you're in a certain state, go with four people, and not five. <laughs> go for four. Oh, my God.
8: Just
3: so spread, sure. spread them all out. I want to uh, take a moment to plug um, the general strike, March 15th.
0: I was going to mention that. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah.
3: Yep. Thank you for reminding me. Um I actually do have a piece of, a piece of good news here though that Don apparently didn't want to read. Oh, GOP, I GOP Senator Roy Blunt announces he will not run for re-election.
0: Yay. <laughs> I didn't realize we
1: were actually yeah. going to put that in here, man.
3: Yeah. No, that's dude. good
1: news. Yeah. That's excellent news.
3: <laughs> um so Emily brought up a good question. When daylight savings time happens, are the streams going to stay like what what are we doing? Because I mean, the event page, I usually base it off of my time, but your time is changing and my time is not. Is- well, so, well let's yeah.
1: let's keep it with the constant then. <laughs> well, base yeah, base it completely. off your time.
3: Okay. Okay. If yeah, your time is staying constant. Fair. So or
1: we could base it off a Greenwich
3: mean time. Oh god.
2: What what we need to do is not have the damn
3: time changes in the United States. <laughs> I, I agree. Only only the government thinks that you can take a foot off the bottom of a blanket and sew it on the top and have a longer blanket.
1: Right. Well, that's that's not even. It. who's still using lamp oil? I don't know if that cut out, but I said that's not even it. Who's still using lamp oil? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah,
3: I heard that. I heard that. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, so I don't know, maybe we can, maybe we can take a poll. What do you guys think? Let us know in our Facebook group before the time change. Yeah. Let
0: us know in the comments. So, uh, and we, you know, we're here, we serve at your pleasure, frankly. So your opinion means a whole lot to us.
1: I was, I said uh, that I, I mean, wasn't going to share.
3: I'm sorry. I was just going to say, if we keep it on my time, then it'll be another hour later for you guys. Um so that's something to think about.
1: All I was gonna say is I wasn't gonna share anything about like cats or dogs or anything like that. But behold Salem.
0: No.
3: So I, I think I mean obviously you guys still like let us know what you think in the comments. Um but I do think that we should probably do it based on Eastern time. Um, which would make it an hour earlier for me, but I think it would make the most sense for for everybody everywhere else in the country.
4: Probably, because we typically do between three and four hour sessions, so, you know, do we want to cut off between 11 and midnight here or between midnight and 1 a.m.? I think we'll be able to keep more viewers on if we're, you know, Cutting it off between 11 and midnight. That puts it Agreed. But you guys let us know. And we'll go with it. You know? Yeah. I'll we're stay up flexible. Later. Right. Like, what's your schedule look like? We want to make sure you guys can join us.
3: <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I just want to throw out there that I, I really like seen the back and forth in the comments between Osama and Natalie. You know, like oh, no. that that shows that we're we're networking.
1: It's called community building, Rob. What? It's called community building, Rob.
3: Yes, it is. That's mutual aid. Mutual <laughs> aid. Solidarity. <laughs> Damn um, right. So... Anyway, Roy Blunt of Missouri, a member of GOP leadership, announced Monday that he will not run for re-election, the latest Republican senator to announce he's not running next year. After 14 general election victories, three to county office, seven to the US House, and four statewide elections, I won't be a candidate for re-election to the United States Senate next year, Blunt announced in a video message. The unexpected announcement uh, marks the latest decision not to seek re-election by a pragmatic uh, GOP Senator willing to reach across the aisle in the post-Trump era as the Republican party grapples with its future. GOP Senators Rob Portman of Ohio, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania, Richard Shelby of Alabama, and Richard Burr of North Carolina have all indicated that they do not intend to run for re-election. So far, no Senate Democrats up for re-election in 2022 have announced plans to retire well there's there's probably quite a few that should but that's another story altogether. yeah right it's good to hear about pat though
2: i'm glad pennsylvania so
3: uh natalie said i'm central St-, or i'm central time and eastern standard is okay so far whatever is good for most and yeah that's what i'm saying too uh ultimately I, but-
2: the only thing i worry about with these uh, republican senators not going up for re-election is that uh you know people that are diehard trump fans are, might run and might get
3: elected so,
1: well i mean that's that's going to be the major concern for a few years yeah maybe yeah. longer
3: and that's why on the left we need to build an independent party we need to step out of the duopoly we need to quit trying to work with fascists yeah it,
2: now i mean they use trump as an excuse and yeah you know, whatever, but they cannot use that any longer. So we need to break away. No, no more Democrats. Uh, you, we already know that thousands of Republicans have left the, that party. So, uh, you know, we need to make it, you know, tens of thousands, if not more uh, Democrats need to leave that party. So.
3: yeah. I mean, they're talking about the fate of the GOP, but like the DNC is not exactly in great shape right now either.
2: Not with Biden in there. Hell no. <laughs> and his, uh, you know, I thought, did he give us fifteen dollars an hour like you said he would?
3: Biden? No. Well, I mean, the Senate, the Senate parliamentarian didn't allow it.
2: Oh, uh, are there elected Demo- the, officials? The, the, the
3: damn Democrats did everything that they could. No, yeah, they right. Exactly. No, they didn't. They served capitalist interests like <laughs> they typically Damn right
2: do. they did. Because that's who they
3: work for, right? Exactly. Um. So, yeah, I guess we've about come to the end. And uh, the
1: beats were fire tonight.
3: Yeah, dude, I figured out how to share sound, and I'm super stoked about it. That sounds awesome. good. Um, but yeah, so we've gotten pretty close to the end here. Um, basically, we're coming into closing statements. Does anybody have any like recommended reading or um, anything? Common like
1: Sense that? by Thomas Paine.
3: Man, I can't remember specific names of the works, but read his later stuff, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he, was, he was pretty much an anarchist without the title, like, in, in the reality of it. But let's also remember that he was not involved with the Constitution. He was involved with the Declaration of Independence, which was a much more revolutionary document than the Constitution was. So,
2: well, how, how can a bunch of old rich white people back in the day really know how we should run our government today?
0: Isn't that interesting? Uh, today.
1: Well, because clearly they were somehow God.
0: Lord. I don't have a whole lot of patience for constitutional fetishism, but it's okay. It's your journey.
3: So, um, obviously, coming into the closing statements, I'm going to point out again, our Patreon is live. Uh, thank you to our one patron. Um, I don't know your name, but thank you, comrade. Thank you. Any, uh, any size donation helps. Um, with your support, we can grow this into a way bigger thing than it is now. That is, uh, once again, www.patreon.com slash 4 many And, uh, shit, that's not right. Let me stop the screen share quick. <laughs> that wasn't the slide as I was expecting. You're calling.
1: You're doing so bad, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there we go. Found it. All right. As you can see by this list, we are all over social media. We have our Facebook page. We have the For We Are Many support group. We have the For We Are Many mutual aid organizing group. We have Twitter at For We Are Many 2. Instagram at For We Are Many podcast. TikTok at For We Are Many podcast. And we're also on YouTube. Uh, we're For We Are Many on there. And, uh, www4 you can create an account you can comment on the stories directly on the site uh, hopefully we can start relying on Facebook a little bit less um, but yeah I mean it, actually Dean while we're talking about that is there a way to set up like comments on the site during the live stream like you could just host it there instead of posting it on Facebook
0: Oh uh, yes sir that is, a, that is absolutely an option that's available as we speak.
3: Okay, so what do you think next Monday, or even Thursday, I guess, we experiment with that? Instead of following the Facebook feed, well, we can try to monitor both, but instead of monitoring the Facebook feed, we can try to get some people over to the website.
0: Um, if you would permit me just for a moment to share, I will gonna cut your audio off though sorry maybe not though maybe not
3: you're good i'll see hold on let me now let's see go ahead do it
0: yeah no it'll kill the sound i'm sorry
3: i I can still hear it (laughs) if
2: i could beatbox i would throw some down
0: so as you can see, we are at 4WeAreMini.org, for, for and this is the post of the current live stream. And next week I will do a very similar post, right? And the comments are open. You do have to log in, which means you have to create an account, but you can come in and leave your comments to live forever. And that's all I had to share. Indeed.
3: Um... But yeah, I feel like we're probably going to have to monitor both for a while, but I feel like it'll be a good thing to start yeah. getting people on the website. And uh, we have a couple articles up there. I know some of you have already shared them and stuff, but we have a couple articles up there. We have more on the way. I think Trish is working on one. I I, I know Emily's working on one. I'm going to have another one coming eventually, but I'm really busy again this week, so we'll see how Me goes. too,
0: so that that's a great segue rob and if you don't mind i would uh i would uh open the invitation to anyone who's hearing my voice present and future to reach out to us as you're we we will we would be happy to have you as an author as a content contributor as a creator of any kind art or word so
3: and when he says of any kind that can mean that can mean poetry, that can mean a book, that can mean a how-to video. I mean, it doesn't really matter what you're trying to do. We got you. Yeah. Artwork, music, long form yeah. articles, um, a talking head on this show, particularly if uh, if you wanna get involved with what we're doing and preferably you're not a, another white male, but you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a whole lot of us here.
2: I am a ginger.
1: <laughs> Listen, there's there's five of us right now. There's enough to start a riot in Kentucky.
2: Yeah, That's correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. Be careful what you say. And by the way, gingers. I mean, I mean, obviously, we welcome even non <laughs> Oh,
2: oh shit! That was a sick burn, dude. Sick. Burn. I hope
1: you brought
0: burn
3: heal.
2: I'm leaving now. That's it. Oh, Austin,
1: Austin, come back.
3: You can blame it all on me. No,
2: blame it, it all on, on
0: Dean.
3: Dean.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I have a soul, I swear. I just lost
3: it.
0: You lost it in the system that we're trying to upturn.
3: Uh, that, that's funny that I I forgot that I put that live stream will start momentarily thing on there. For all of you that are watching, the live stream is not about to start.
0: No, it's yep. about to end. It's about Drop to in, end. people. This is this is your intermission, and we'll begin our next four hours of live streaming. In <laughs> just a moment, we all need our bathroom breaks and maybe a little protein.
2: You could put these beats on there for four hours and just let people chill with those.
0: Oh man. Which is funny because I think this is a live stream. So we'd be live streaming a live stream.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway.
0: We enjoy our time with you. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Yeah, what Dean said. Absolutely. Everybody have a wonderful night.
2: Stay safe and become radical.
3: (laughs) Okay. So,